Decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. I can't find Super Chat on your thing. You didn't bookmark the page? Uh, Not on my laptop. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're on a different computer. Ah, uh, it's under, it. I think it's under, yeah, bear with us, as we've mentioned. <laughs> Susan Wiki Wiki, every once in a while, changes all the behind-the-scenes stuff on YouTube, and Blonde usually manages the Super Chat. They, they oh, we made it better, by which they, made, they mean it they way just, worse. they always make it worse. But uh, Super Chat's under monetization, I think, in the channel oh, dashboard, sweet. Okay. I believe. Cool. I anyway, uh, I, breaking news, if people didn't see, I haven't had a chance to look at this, but interesting news on the lockdown front. Wisconsin Supreme Court just struck down Wisconsin's stay-at-home order. Now, I don't know on what, what basis. I don't know really? if it's on constitutional terms or some sort of procedural terms. or what. I, I don't happen? know. Literally, like within the last hour. So I haven't had time to read up on it. But hey, whatever's going, as far as I'm concerned, no matter what the reasoning, that's great news for Wisconsin people and potentially great news for uh, for other people at the mercy of their tyrannical governors. So you hear about perhaps, LA? <laughs> I th- well, now they're saying that was taken a li- the three month thing. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. The, now they're saying that was taken a little out of context. They say they say that they're going to ease restrictions over three months. So it's not status quo. F- Either way, it's not going to happen. There's going to be riots before that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, it's a lot of, a lot of uh, crazy local political leaders digging their heels in. So something's got to give sooner or later here. Anyway, uh, if you're new to the show, link in the description to join the discord server on which we host the show hop in the server Put your name in the roll call and hang out in one of the waiting rooms. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Try to keep your call to about two or three minutes as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. And uh, we'll take as many people as we can. Taking breaks every half hour, we'll check in with Super Chat and Streamlabs and DLive. And, of course, if you'd like to contribute to the show but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, send us an email. We'll take questions as briefly phrased as possible. That's always appreciated. It's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line. Again, beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. The one inbox for your call-in show questions. And we'll respond to those in the last half hour of the show. But let's get right at it. Uh, Orwell's Ghost is up next. Call-in show questions. Orwell's Ghost, uh, you're good to go. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi. Not too bad. What's on your mind? <laughs> Nothing. Have you? Well, yeah, something. Um... Did you guys see last week? I meant to. I meant to ask, and I. I think I just fell asleep last week. But uh, um, Nicole Hannah Jones of the New York Times was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for her commentaries in the 1619 Project. I, <laughs> I heard a little bit about that, but I've not read the project, and I didn't follow that news. Yeah. So I. Uh, you can find I'm going to do a video on it uh, sometime this week and I'll call it next week. I'm, I'm what I'm basically going to do is put links in the description to a bunch of people. But the biggest scathing error, I mean, it's just completely ahistorical, is she chalked up the origins of the revolution to 
founding fathers right. attempt, attempting to uh, protect their uh, their slave owning holdings. Yes. So the benevolent redcoats were trying to end slavery, but we fought them off to preserve it. Is that the narrative? That's that's yes. And and okay. what, and, and what's what's interesting about it? King too, George was a real cool guy. Yeah, on the slavery yeah. front. Yeah, he was a full on yeah. a full on humanitarian. He yeah. uh and 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 well and a lot of the jokes that I've been seeing in some in some history forums that I follow, uh, is that only. Only a person, or rather, a person would only come up with that conclusion if their only understanding of the American Revolution was watching The Patriot. <laughs> yeah, really. It's been a while and, since I've seen, but that is that is one movie I have seen. Yeah, and there's, yeah. I mean, and there's a part in there where Jason Isaacs is like, you know, you know, if you fight for the Redcoats, you will attain your freedom. Which even the guy that he was based on. I was actually a slave owner. So, um, is that the is that like the evil red coat yes. guy, like the main antagonist in the movie? That guy. Yes, correct. Okay. And uh, she, Hannah Jones actually has a really interesting. Um, she's got a really interesting. I, I guess you would call it keynote address at the African American Museum, uh, the Smithsonian African American Museum of D.C. And in there, she, my girlfriend and I were watching this, and my girlfriend was she was. Tr- getting ready to pull her hair out of her fucking head, uh, listening to this woman. It, it's, I, I th- she went to the University of Notre Dame in North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and simply her vocabulary is an indictment of those two great institutions. It's, it's she amazing. She speaks in nothing but buzzwords or what? Well, yes, and she, it's really weird. She doesn't call them slaves. She calls them enslaved peoples. Which I, it's, it's okay. just kind of yeah, it's just kind of. I mean, nifty. does slave imply non-person? Like, I, I, <sighs> I mean, they're practically the same thing. I, yeah. I think it's probably just her choice of words, and you know that's fine. But there's one point in there where she says, 10 of our first presidents were slave were slave owners," mm-hmm. which which is absurd. Our second president was an abolitionist; never owned a slave a day in his life. Hmm. Uh, I, I mean, our sixth president, John Quincy Adams, John Adams' son, was an abolitionist. I mean, it, it, the, and the point is, I think the most insidious thing about the whole thing is, number one, it is virulently anti-American. And yeah. number two, through the language that she uses, she is really trying to incite a race war a, 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 because hmm. she she makes a really she makes a really grandiose proclamation that it's actually and i'm I'm practically verbatim quoting it's actually black people who made who who made democracy and who made democracy you know possible in america and i and again that's why everything is going so super well in africa that's yeah exactly and i I remember sitting back saying i don't want to be the guy who takes a side in the race war but what you have just said is forcing abs- your hand. Yeah, uh, no, uh, and I think that's kind of that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, we, we got to let you go, but uh, yeah. final word, quick, if you want it. No, uh, I would encourage everybody to go go read it, and you know, Gordon Wood and James McPherson, who are the two biggest U.S. historians, refuted it, and then she said, "Well, that's what happens when you listen to white historians." So mm. I don't have anything oh. to hear, but yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> 
There are going to be campaign bumper stickers by 2024 that say, I never wanted a race war, but here we are. <laughs> oh, so and so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys anyway. have a good one. All right, thanks. You as well. Yeah. Gas the bikes, race car now. <laughs> Uh, all right, raging, raging Asian, raging Asian, you're good to go. Hey guys, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, how are you doing? Uh, pretty well. How are you? Super uncomfortable. <laughs> are you sitting on the floor right now? Yeah, I. This was a bad idea. I I can no longer get up from the ground without help. Wow. Because I am eight and a half months pregnant. Hmm. Now. Yeah, well, uh, greetings from California. Ooh, um, so you've got it rough, too. I mean, I do, but I go out. Um, our parks are technically closed, but I still got go out. and. Uh, what get, part of the state are you in? Uh, the Bay Area. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. So you um, and you, you guys were like the original lockdown, the, the yeah. Bay Area counties. It's yeah. been since like early, mid-March. It's been like two months now, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um. I sent you guys a couple emails. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys read them, but uh, one of them was I. So I'm Asian, obviously, um, and I sent you guys. I forwarded an email from the super PAC, the Asian American super PAC, uh, eighty twenty, hmm. and they had all the talking points about how to defeat Donald Trump. Uh, and I mean, I I got I got to give them points because they said they're not supporting Joe Biden at this time. Because we all know how Joe Biden is. Um, so so are they? They're nonpartisan. Then they're just like an Asian. They, they claim they're nonpartisan, but I mean they're probably based in California and they're super liberal. Like the only non-liberal hmm. point that they like argue for is being against affirmative action, obviously. Well, what do um, they what do they define as like an Asian issue? And the only reason I ask, I'm not even saying that that's impossible. It's just uh, it, again, like if there was a white political action committee, white interest yeah. political action committee, that would be a hate group, right? So, and, and do they mean all Asians? Uh, yeah, it's like an Asian and Pacific Islander, like so those who live in America. That so is a their, wide ass net right there. Yeah. What are their inter- what are their issues? Like what are these Asian issues that they're that they're concerned with? Well, the reason they're against Trump is because of Trump Trump's uh, xenophobic uh travel ban against Chinese people. We just had that uh that that error came back. What error? Like their the stream cut out for a second. Remember like a few weeks ago when it was doing that? Uh-oh. At least it's only doing it on the call-in show so yeah, far. Seriously. Sorry, Raging Asian. I, I, I uh, don't mean to interrupt you. We just had some technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. So chat, please let us know if there's anything screwy going on. Sorry about that. And hopefully So you're Chinese, you say. Are you yeah. offended at my virulent anti-Chinese sentiment as of late? I apologize. No, not really. I mean, so I had an argument with a Chinese person or an Asian person on Facebook. And he, he was like, oh, Trump is so xenophobic against Chinese people. I'm like, I'm Chinese. And then he brought up the point that like some Jewish people are Nazis. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? So, yeah. Does he have these... an example of like who? Can he name a person? No. And I, no. I would assume he's talking about like people like Ben Shapiro who like yeah. they label as Nazis but aren't actually Nazis, you know? It's just the talking points they spew. Um, mm. And then the other email was about Carlin Borisenko. I don't know if you guys know her. She was uh, the no, one I who don't. went to a Trump rally and changed her uh, like leftist views. And now she's like 
pro-Trump. I did see a a Sargon video about that, but I haven't read her piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I did a call out on one of her live streams um, and wanted, uh, if you guys could, to invite her onto one of the Sunday shows. Uh, Sure. I mean, I I can't, I can't promise uh, any kind of invitation, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy to look at things for sure. Okay. Uh, And then the last thing real quick is, so there's a culture of being against Trump, Trump derangement syndrome, right? And the way I see it is that there's so many people right now on the right who are against the media. And I'm wondering if that's going to form like a super like tribal anti-media sentiment, like almost like media derangement syndrome. I don't know. Uh, I mean, hmm. I kind of was relying on that during this COVID thing. I was like, (laughs) nobody's going to believe what the media is saying about COVID. But then everybody uh, kind of reverted to trusting the media again. Hmm. So I don't know if we have enough hate in our hearts for the media. (laughs) Probably not. need a little more. more All right. We got to let you go, man. All right. But good good luck. Hopefully you guys are released soon. But uh, yeah, for real. Yeah. Wishful thinking, probably. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Uh, rational reasoning is up next. We do rational need some reasoning. Chinese allies so that they can infiltrate from within. <laughs> we need some spies. Yeah. Yeah. Rational reasoning, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how you guys doing? All right. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Um, so, so um, yeah, I have a, a little bit of a, it's not a long topic, but I'm going to try to condense a lot because I, I know there's a lot of stuff going on, but mm-hmm. uh, I kind of emailed with matt a little bit and i appreciate your um but yeah i'm just gonna so i've been wanting to call in about sort of um, a guns issue doing all, all it is is just basically saying like i'm a gun. so you know in other words i don't you know i'm not in denial of uh what the effects of of guns on society you know so if somebody like Pierre, you know starts um citing st- statistics i just i wouldn't argue with them i'll be like yeah you know if you have cars on site there's there's going to be more incidents. Um, but so then the Ahmad Arbery thing happened. And by the mm-hmm. way, I'm, I'm, I'm about an hour south of, of where that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, just the two mixed in together. And like the, the, the response that I'm seeing on Twitter, um, you know, there's, I don't know if you guys, have you ever heard of a lawyer? Uh, his name is uh, Robert Barnes by any chance. Yeah. I think I, I, I enjoy him. Actually, you can, uh, he has his own show over on, um, on Infowars site or band.video. What's his name? Um, Robert yeah. Barnes. I think he had something to do with the Covington kids too, for a little while at least, but he's, um, he, I, I like his stuff. I like his perspective. Yes. Yeah. I follow him. I enjoy him. And tweet I saw from him is he just lays out the, the sort of the court case and saying like, you know, the prosecute, uh, the prosecution, is going to have to overcome the burden of proof. And, you know, but, you know, like my issue is, and like, even if these guys just get off is like that, that situation should have, should have just never, you know, and to focus on like the guy yeah. grabbing the gun or whatever, just, it's so arbitrary for me. And um, it's not really the meaning of self-defense. Like even Matt, I think you, I know you follow or you watch that channel um, active self-protection on YouTube. I have before. I, I don't. Uh, I don't watch regularly, but I've seen their stuff before. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I watch that channel. Like, I mean, quite a bit. Or you know, I mean, it's just short clips. And I mean, the the guy, you know, he's always preaching, you know, de-escalate, escape, and avoidance, and that. And um, I just, yeah, I just kind of uh, diverge from a lot of the people trying to 
claim that this was somehow justified or or even there's more information coming out and i'm just yeah you know i, I see this as a just completely unnecessary and uh, should not have happened to be yeah, and I think I mean we're talking about the gun issue too, and and um, you know, I've not seen a lot of new information since we talked about it since Sunday, other than potentially Ahmad Arbery may have visited the site. There's some yeah. images of him at night now, potentially. Those are unconfirmed as of yet. Yeah, but unless they were witnesses to that as well, then I fail to see. And even how that was way justified. in the past. That was like months prior. No, mm-hmm. then that's irrelevant no. according to Georgia statute, uh, yeah. whether or not it was a legitimate citizen's arrest which i don't like this this entire concept that we should have like roving gangs of citizens policing the streets either i'm really conflicted on this case i think that if it's appropriately limited and you are stopping a crime in progress this law in georgia was basically designed so that that shop owners could stop shoplifters people stealing from them which totally makes sense to me but in but on the gun issue like you were talking about like Yes, a gun is a tool. Yes, a gun can be used for terrible purposes, which I, I which this may be, this looks like. I just qualify because so much more information has been coming out about this. I'm open to seeing more and changing my mind. But people want you to believe that because we are, are a, a less restrictive gun country comparatively, that that's mm-hmm. what gives rise to this sort of thing. I mean, how frequent are events like Ahmad Arbery? They're exceptionally yeah. rare. How frequently do we see that sort of like if that's what it is murder in the street now by contrast you actually do see a lot of murder in the street in heavily restrictive states places like chicago places like new york at least historically maybe maybe less now places like california where there's a lot more restriction so uh you know if georgia is a comparatively loose state gun wise if it's if it's simply the gun issue why isn't the Ahmad Arbery case like a, a weekly or a monthly occurrence? And uh, right. people don't want to talk about the real issues here for every case like this, which is just, you know, fuel to the fire for, mm. for racialists, sure. media racialists. There are yeah. probably like over a thousand, maybe even 5,000 black on black crimes that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. It's like what's right. being lost in the media here is really the perspective about the magnitude of other gun crimes that matter in states that yeah. are highly restrictive. Yeah. yeah. Well, so 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 two things. So so I agree with with Blonde about the the law of the citizens arrest. Like that's just an invitation for disaster. And uh, you know the, the gun discussion. Like I said, I mean that is its own kind of discussion. It's just you know it will take some time. Um, but the one thing I would say is is just you know being being cognizant of what's going on. So. It's like, you know, these guys, when they armed themselves and got in their, in their truck, it's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm, you know, if, if I'm concealed carrying or whatever, I'm, I'm going out, you know, on the town, I'm, I'm, I'm pre-playing some scenarios in my head. Like, I'm not carrying a pencil, you know, it's not, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, that's just me. I, I'm not saying everybody should think like that, but I would think, you know, so, so that's all I'm saying. It's like, maybe they're found innocent or whatever, but it's like, you know what did you expect was going to happen I, I don't know for me it's it just crosses the line but um yeah yeah, like I yeah. Said, we I, gotta be... give you the boot but i do know that people found our answers unsatisfactory on sunday and like a lot of people were like i can't believe you're making excuses for these white guys and, the, and then the other half like i can't believe you cucked so hard on this but i am truly conflicted about this i think if probably i would probably convict in a on a manslaughter case yeah. I'll be interested to see how this is prosecuted, how it's defended, but I don't um 
I, yeah, I don't think I don't think we were unfair to either side, but that's well, the nature of this thing. It would thing. change things. I know this is purely hypothetical, but it would change things for me if he was fleeing the scene of a violent crime. Sure. Even though a burglary is a felony. Um, but there was that, no they they may have thought it was a burglary, but it wasn't. And that's He clearly was staking the property for a burglary. I mean, but you have to assume do it. it. You have to yeah. assume intent. That's the real problem. And you can't do that from there. You can't do that to justify what they did. Yeah. You can't assume intent. You have to witness it. Yeah. All right. We got to let you go, dude. Thanks for calling, though. All right. Thank you. All right. Batman. Batman, you're going to go if you're ready. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> What's up, uh, Let me stream real quick. Um, okay. So I, uh, I haven't heard exactly what's going on um, coming into this, but. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, um, you said before you were talking to that Chinese guy. Yeah. Right. Um, China can suck itself and Taiwan <laughs> is better. Taiwan is better. Well, China doesn't recognize Taiwan as far as I understand. So uh, they can't suck something they don't recognize, uh, at least. Yeah. I'm willing to ally oh. with any anti anti China Asians at this point. <laughs> Only you, temporarily, uh, though. Yeah. Only while it's convenient. We'll be back for you guys, you Japanese <laughs> and such. Yeah. You, um, I think you need to use your imagination. Anyway, yeah. um, the last time we spoke, we decided to um, kind of, uh, how do I put this? There's a, um, you, you, how do I put this? You always say you need to kind of, be um my god um let's get a huge moment here <laughs> i'm sorry that's all um, right every, every time that you um when, when when you're talking about i'm doing a joe biden holy shit how old are you are you deep into your 70s do you I'm have totally dementia not. <laughs> totally not oh my god it's fine um, is that you, Joe Biden? No. Hey, Joe. Yes. Yeah, totally Did you is. sexually assault me in 1990? Okay. No. <laughs> Big breaking news on Joe Biden too today. Anyway. Yours, I haven't. I haven't okay. read the news all day. I don't your know. Thing. Oh. Uh, okay. okay. I'll, I'll tell you after Batman's done. My... Sorry, Batman. Okay. Your your thing and my thing is that when you're trying to uh, like defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Um you have to be you have to have a sense of immediacy right yeah um so what happens when you fail to defend yourself and that immediacy comes later so if you say for example um like this shelly uh person luther um yeah do not defend yourself and then you are jailed later. Oh, you're talking about like defense from the state. Yeah. Um, well, what, what do you think she could have done? I mean, another option would have been to have say like armed guards at her salon or something like that. But what, what, what is a defensive action that Shelley Luther could have taken? Um, I don't think that there is actually anything she could have done, but 
that is kind of the problem, isn't it? I don't think that's necessarily a problem. I think that's the nature of defensive action. Other, that's the point is, is if you are being offensive with other people, there are moral implications to that. Right. I right. will say so, social pressure kind right. of served its perfect purpose in this case. Uh, right. Put okay. the blast I, on I that judge. I don't, I don't disagree with you, uh, Blonde, but um, I also think that if you wind up in jail because you didn't defend yourself properly, you uh, you kind of get fucked, don't you? I don't know. I don't know that she necessarily did, but I, I, what I would need, what I need to hear from you is what she should have done. What are you proposing that she, she should have done? Well, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know. It's, it's hard but for me I, to evaluate whether that's right or wrong if we don't know what she should have done. Yeah. We got to give well, you the boot, I, I but I'm going to take last word on this call because I wanted to point something out. So she's been getting blasted for getting $18,000 in a small business loan. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Which is it's, such bullshit because she had 18 employees and uh, she had to pay back rent. So all that money was probably gone in like a week. And also, it, it, it that is irrelevant. The question is, does the state have the sort of authority to arbitrarily shut down these sorts of businesses like this? Yeah. I don't care well, if there's a loan involved or not. That's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, All right, man. Well, okay. Thank All you, right. man. Um, I'm out of here. All right. We'll see you next time. Uh, the the Joe Biden news. So uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Harridge, your, your CBS elf lady. That Catherine you like. Harridge. Yeah. Oh, she, uh, she posted some documents on Twitter that show who had uh, had knowledge of or requested the unmasking of. Uh, Michael Flynn, and yeah. there's a whole list of U.S. officials. Joe Biden's name is on the list. Ooh. So he is a party to, he has some relation. I might be botching it. I didn't look at it a ton today, so correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, he's he's a party to the unmasking of, of Michael Flynn. Um, anyway, we'll get into that more on Sunday. Man, he's toast. Let's see. Uh, not Isaac. Keep me on the clock. I'm doing a bad job so far. Thanks Sorry. for your patience, guys. Uh, Isaac, you're good to go. Isaac. All right, we'll let him hang out. Yes, this is Isaac. Go for it. Hey, hey, uh, I'm uh, Isaac, not Isaac. And uh, uh, wow, interesting. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I'm a, somebody who actually lives in Brunswick, and I just had some comments about the, ah, Aubrey, the Brunswick, the, Georgia, the site thing. of the the Arbery case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's just frankly, the, just the speech of the media element of this, it's been really bizarre to see it get national attention, especially on mm. one of my favorite podcasts. I, I even started up a discord today in order to talk to y'all about this. Sure. I made sure I was on here. Well, thanks for calling in. So what, what's it been like in your experience? Well, this has been going on for the past couple months, like mm -hmm. right, right when it happened here. And uh, I really wasn't paying that close of attention to it because I, I hate to admit this about my hometown, but we have like the second highest murder rate per capita in the entire state. Really? How and, big is the town? Uh, it's like... I'm not exactly sure what the population is off the top of my head, but it's like maybe like 30,000. 
Okay, like a mid-sized, uh, like small second, city. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's second behind Atlanta. Hmm. Oh. Right, in the per capita murder rate, at least. Mm-hmm. And so, it, so this kind of stuff happens pretty regularly. Like, people die and stuff like that. Uh, of, like, of, of murder, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it, it's... But th- this case in particular is has like like I saw this footage months ago, and so I've had sort of months to look at it. Especially wait, how did you see this footage months ago? Like it's it's been floating around. Really, I thought the footage was just released. The case was months ago. Some lawyer guy put the footage out on last Monday, but I mean somebody had it. But where where did you see it? Just through Facebook, really, like. I wasn't sure what it was at first. I saw it, and, and then, I, then I then I took a look at it, for sure, and I was like, "Oh, this is." I was like, when I first saw it, I, I wasn't sure what was going on. I wasn't sure what the. You're saying this was, was on Facebook it. months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> and people, people have been talking about this for a while here. But the footage was on Facebook months ago. Yeah. Do you know where? No. On my feed. I'm sorry. I, I don't really have any more. Information All right. I'll, I'll take your word. I just, why, why was that not spread far and wide? I, I don't know. I really don't know. It's, uh, it's been really, it's been really like, like I said before, it's been really weird going forward with this is, is that like, I, I just never thought to really look second at it. I just thought it was just like another shooting. Like so, even somewhere else in the country, to be honest with you. All right, uh, final word if you want it before we let you go. Yeah, uh, this is. I'm just glad this is coming out because this the corruption in my town has just been really frustrating, and I'm just glad that police department corruption, police department corruption, uh, hmm. DA corruption, just local politician corruption in general has been really frustrating. And, hmm. I'm glad that, like, I hate that it has to be federal level, but it's, it's somebody's finally taking a look at it and taking it seriously. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, man. No problem. Appreciate it. Uh, Red Falcor, let's see. Um, you want to take a break or should we get to Red Falcor? Whatever you want. Uh, Red Falcor, sit tight. We'll do, let's do a quick break and uh, we'll get right back into calls. And I'm going to... In the next two segments, I'm going to make a commitment to be faster on my calls. Thanks for patience, everybody. Um, over on DLive, or on uh, Streamlabs, rather, Mike DeWine's shit-eating grin. Attention, Buckeyes, the Franklin County Board of Health has declared racism a public health crisis. <laughs> when are we going to have the racism lockdown? We've already seen that DeWine has done, for, uh, done to our state under the guise of the uh, health crisis. Uh, what he's done to the state under the guise of the health crisis. This is only going to get worse the more we tolerate this chicanery um yeah well at least mike dewine as far as i understand he rolled some stuff back right he he came out and went crazy and then rolled it back not that that's great but that's better than some better states than, at yeah. Least. yeah are you good yeah oh um tori d <laughs> blonde out here looking like chunky oatmeal i love chunky oatmeal yeah uh, i've gained 35 pounds from the pregnancy and like eight of it is in my nose so there's that. This that counts the baby too, though, doesn't it? Or is that independent of? 
of course it counts the baby. Yeah. But I've also gained, you gained seven pounds in blood and stuff. Wow. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Hmm. It's, yeah. It's a whole thing. Um, the infamous Burt Man, uh, BuzzFeed UK and Australia have officially shut down. BuzzFeed USA took heavy cuts last month. Rest in peace, fake news. Is that true? No way. Really? Oh my god! I'm gonna Google that. It might cause my computer to blow up. My computer's being weird right now. Um, I'm not seeing a really. lot of a lot of complaints in the live chat. No, I think we just had that one hiccup, but um, we had but, a second one. Okay, well, it's, it's just one that like my computer had a mini crash. Anyway, BuzzFeed their website's still up and looks you know normal right now. So. Ghosts of comments passed. Uh, hey, Blonde and Matt, have you come across news about the sheriff of, is it Javes County, New Mexico? It spells like, spelled like Chaves. I don't know. Uh, no. No, I, I, I don't know the story. There's I know a the... link, but if I click on the link, it's going, it's actually going to make my computer start on fire. So. I know, I know this, I know generally what's going on in Gallup, New Mexico, where they've kind of sh shut down that whole town. Yeah. But I, I don't know anything about the county unless it's the same county, city, area. Um, disappear forever. Does Hugo Boss make baby clothes? He had style. I do like his clean lines. I'll say that that much. Uh, disappear forever also said, treat hoes like tables. Dress them nice. Bang them when you need to make a point. And if you get annoyed, toss them. Walk <laughs> all over them and get a new replacement. Boo. Steven Suarez. Wise words, I guess. Uh, darn Matt and his principals couldn't just leave Arbery case at, huh, one less dindu, so what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Jesus, Steven, that that one, uh, where's my hate in your heart? That was that one was wrong. I can't believe it. Someone <laughs> Big LC, it'll never happen, but so I've been enjoying the mental image of Obama wearing something heart. representative of his people. A prison orange jumpsuit. You guys are so racist you should be ashamed i don't know what drew you to this channel <laughs> um robert yeah, franklin go on. go on luther did have armed guards or armed guys outside of the salon for a couple of days but told them not to interfere with her arrest that's mm. why it took a few days i gotta reload this okay so i wonder so she had armed guards but not for the cops coming to arrest her i wonder maybe she's spoken to her reasoning on what that. else could be the reason i don't know I don't know. Um, Europa Chronicles. Today is 30 days until I retire from the Navy and 90 days until I get to Bozeman. Sweet. It's getting close and start to starting to feel very real. Congratulations. Well, yeah, congrats. And uh, I probably said it before. I can't remember. But um, yeah, we're looking. We're always looking for friends in this town. So so if you're coming here, hit me up. Um, that is true. We both have made very good Internet friends just from the show and. Yeah, le less friend, fewer friends, sorry. Fewer friends in town, though. We're working on that. But we need to get more friends, like, in town to, uh, you know, to associate in, associate with in real life. That's yeah. one thing we're working on. Eric Burns March. Having Blonde Nurse on the live stream would be titillating. The show would milk it for all it's worth. Whatever you decide to keep us abreast of the situation. I like your puns. Um, you <laughs> wouldn't you. be able to see anything, obviously. Susan won't allow that. No, I mean it would be camera off or something like something like that. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're good. All right, let's uh, let's hop back into the calls. Oh, and thanks, uh, Fox Solid over on uh, D Live. Thanks for supporting the show as well. Um, okay, back into uh, callers. We left off at Red Falcor. Let's get him in here. Um, Red Falcor, you're good to go, dude. Callers, we left off at Red. Uh, hey, hold on a second. I'm sorry. I'm just getting the stream muted. Uh, hey guys, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. 
uh, this evening I have a surprise. My wa- wife is here. Okay. Hi. Is she coming on the I'm mic here. or what? Oh. Well, hello. <laughs> Hey, uh, and, and 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 she had a quick quick, quick pl- plug that she wants to do, and she's gonna g- gonna contextualize it for you as well. Okay. Yeah. So, um, hey, um, I don't necessarily share a lot of um my darling Red Falcor's um political views. Hmm. Um, we are we're a, du- a dual party household, I think. Bipartisan. Wow. I'm su- I'm surprised it works well, but good for you. Oh, well, it's tough we, these days. We're generous at times, but yeah. um, part of that is that um, I get so upset sometimes when we're talking about politics that I'm like, okay, we just got to stop. Like, just put a pin in it. Just stop. And hmm. so he has to, like, I kind of have to shut him down. And he's, he's very patient and puts up with me about that. Hmm. But um, I agree to engage him in a 20-minute conversation about any political topic of his choosing if he'd let me encroach on his time tonight to tell your viewers to go to YouTube and look up GOT7's new video, Not By The Moon. It's K-pop and it's amazing. Okay. We we definitely are a big K-pop demographic. We are. Because you may have heard us talk about how much we love Asians on this show. (laughs) Well, at least one of us. Although Korean's number one. I'll give him that. The Japanese uh, have something to say about that. But, Maybe number two. Uh, yeah. The Japanese can be number two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I treat, I mean, yeah, I've, I thought, you know, what better audience to, to promote uh, God 7 to than, than this very audience. And, and all my fangirl friends totally agreed with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a fair trade. Yeah. So well, I, I hope that you guys don't get in a terrible fight tonight about whatever you talk about. <laughs> All right, we got to let you go, but a uh, quick final word if you want it. Uh, no, that's about it. One, one, one more time. Got seven. <laughs> not, not by the moon. Not by, by the moon. Amazing. Uh, with uh, with me. Makeup and all. So, all right. So everybody enjoy. All right. Well, have a good Noted. night. Noted. And nice to meet you, Red Falcor's wife. Thank you so much, you guys. I appreciate it. Bye. Have a good night. All right. Uh, Raggle Fraggle's up next. If I can find him in here. Raggle Fraggle, you're good to go, man. All right. Well, have a good night. Oh, and nice to meet you, Red Falcor's wife. Thank you so much, you guys. I appreciate it. Bye. There we go. What's All right. Oh, you know. Not, uh, not much. What's on your mind? Um, well, I wanted to talk with y'all about the, uh, about what we were talking about in the DMs about this Arbery, uh, case mm-hmm. with, uh, him walking onto the, uh, the properties that were under construction. Cause like I said, in the DMs, I would worked construction for roughly 10 years with my, uh, with my dad, who's a contractor. So he gets to do all this kind of stuff. Um, and I mean, it was something that was normal for, in my experience, but, uh, to take your perspective is very different. I'm interested to hear about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not of the perspective that Arbery committed a crime because we don't, we don't have demonstration of a crime. What, I think my general perspective is if I saw that in my neighborhood, if I saw somebody just kind of walking right into a house, uh, potentially jogging out, running away, I'm probably going to call the police. If I, if I witness that sort of thing, because it's suspicious enough to me, I have 
a suspicion that a crime has been committed. It's not, I, I haven't witnessed one. So obviously I'm not going to grab a gun and chase the guy. But to me, that's odd enough that if it's my neighborhood, I'm certainly calling the cops like that. The, the one guy, the one witness to his entry and his departure did. I would do the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, but what is it that makes you suspicious of it? Well, I understand it's not his property, that, you know? Well, I understand with him that he, uh, I later learned from you that he had been on the property multiple times, which is kind of weird, but, uh, but let's just say it's somebody that, uh, it, it's their first time, probably the only time they'll ever be on there. Would you still act the same way about it? Well, so it, that's a little different than this context. Cause if you listen right. to the nine one one call, the guy also says this has been an ongoing thing. Right. If I witnessed it once, uh, if I if it was the only time I had witnessed what just happened, I don't. I might call the police. I might, but I guess it would depend on a few things. Um, namely, do I know whether that's the property owner or not? Like, let's say I know the owner of the house and that ain't him. I'm calling either the cops or the property owner or both. If okay. It's, if it, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that if it was like several white teenagers, I would not call the police. Well, why? What, what do you mean? Because I'd be like, these shitbags are just up to no good. Like, they're just being rowdy. I wouldn't want them to get some charge. If it was a single person that I suspected was casing the neighborhood for a burglary, then I definitely would call the police. We did talk about this the other day. Like, the fact that it was one person makes me think that it's not like he was checking out layouts or something like that. If it was like teenagers up to no good, I'd be like, I'm not happy about this. We, we have to profile with our police call though. <laughs> Is that I totally would. Yeah. Well, I suppose you're, you're entitled to call the police on whatever terms you want, I guess. But, um, but my, my point is if I witness someone who's prop, if it's not his property and he's entering it, I don't care who it is, him or her. I'm probably calling the cops. That that's that's I, suspicious. In most to me. of these cases, I would I would call the cops. Yeah. Uh, or I yell know, at them. I care them. That, uh, I, I like I said, I worked on properties for years, and I've all. Uh, it's always been the case that at some point, some rando is just going to walk through the door and just look around because they just want to see the house. That is and, I mean, so weird. Uh, it is, but that's just what I was grew up around. That's what I'm used to at this point. I'm so hearing I don't that from assume, enough people, I don't though, that I believe intent when somebody just walks into an open construction site. Yeah, I, well, I think what we're talking about is whether it's reasonable to to call the police there or not. And, you know, maybe some people would, maybe some people wouldn't. I'm not arguing that a reasonable person tries to conduct a citizen's arrest based on that. Um, but to me, it's, it's, it's just, it's weird. Like, there's tons. Ever since I moved into this house, I can't tell you how many houses around here have been constructed. Uh, I've never once walked in any of them and I've never watched anyone else walk into them other than the builders and the property owner. That's it. I've never yeah. seen people do this. I've never done it myself. Maybe it's a regional thing. I don't know. But to me, it, to me, it's suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Anything else in your mind? Uh, okay. One quick thing. Uh, I was lit watching a uh, video from Lauren Chen about the uh, OnlyFans girls. They're getting pissy that other girls are starting to hop on and crowd into their territory. And it, mm. it made a thought pop into my head that I can't just, I just can't seem to shake it. And I, you can plead misogyny on this if you want. But as far as I can tell, all this proves is that the 
best that women have to offer society is pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I don't actually believe this. It's just an it's just a thought that popped in my head. Well, we certainly have devalued ourselves and really quantified what we're worth in that in that way. Um, hmm. yeah. Sargon put out a really interesting video recently about the dynamics of you know, OnlyFans and paying these women for those things. And I'm not I'm not trying to cast judgment on anyone who does that sort of thing, but I think there are there are serious concerns about again screwing up the 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 gender dynamics between men and women. I don't get it. Um, Is OnlyFans do, do they just get naked or are they like masturbating and stuff? I did send the one. Who's the chick, the the libertarian that I sent you the link to, uh, Matt? She doesn't get nude. That that's the funny part. She's actually trolling the site. Yeah, what but the general name? the general theme of the uh, the way I forget she was reading the Constitution or something, right? Right. <laughs> um, the general theme of the website is like you pay for them to what send you nudes something like that or they they yeah it's like I, you pay pay them to be account. on camera and they do stuff for money. So is yeah, it is it porn? Uh, Julie Borowski. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is so it's uh, not porn. I don't think it's porn as as like uh, in the in the Joe Biden intercourse sense right but it's but it's nudes and stuff right. right. So like why uh, that, is this? I don't really understand the incentive. Is it just like guys are like, send me something specifically. And so it's like porn for you. I think there is, you can pay for that, right? Like you, it's, it's as if it's a, it's like a simulation of your girlfriend sexting you kind of thing. Oh, you know, which, um, no, that's so sad. Well, it's, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's a a healthy thing to engage in. Just meet a girl in real life. And have her well, sext you. Oh, is it a Raggle Fraggle, Raggle Fraggle dipped. Maybe he got disconnected, but we'll probably have to move on in the interest Do of time. Do I thanks sound for, like I'm a thousand years in. old? I'm like, what's no, OnlyFans? It's not even, um, it's not, th- that's what you're, what you're getting at is easier said than done. And that's the problem because gender relationships have been so screwed up. But when you sign up for sort of a simulation of that, you kind of allow yourself to, to get caught up in that and to, to, waste time that could be spent in pursuit of something that's real engaging in this kind of fantasy illusion. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to like police people or crack down on it, but I do have questions about the healthiness of it. You know, that sounds way worse than porn. I mean, an argument could be made. It's a real person, I guess. You know, it's like a, a real person real that you're engaging with, too. but under I mean, under false terms. Like it's it, it's the terms are an illusion. At least with porn, like you can get your rocks off and then move on, and you're not like emotionally engaging. Although maybe that's worse. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is well, just it, really weird. Maybe maybe we're missing it. something too. But uh, but that is my understanding of it. Anyway, uh, Freeman is up next. Freeman, you're good to go. Hey, thank you. <laughs> What's on your mind? What up, Matt? What up, Blonde? Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys. First of all, I'm going to do the same thing I did last week. Or last time, I mean. Pick a number between uh, one and two. Two. One. Uh, quick hint. No, wait, wait. Quick hint. Number two is a conspiracy theory. Okay. <laughs> Still one? One. Okay, one. Okay. Um... One was, um, you guys were talking a few weeks ago about why the U.S. Uh, shouldn't pay back 
China, the debt to China, mm-hmm. especially after all the Corona stuff. And you were saying, oh, it's only like a couple trillion or whatever. Um, and uh, my counter argument to that is um, that you can't not do it just because of, uh, despite China stealing your intellectual property and all that stuff, um, and the fact that you're what you owe is 16% of your total GDP to China, which is not it's nothing. Um, not by not paying China, you guys would actually devalue the value of the U.S. currency and make it that um, the trust in it would basically fade away because if if the U.S. starts not paying back its debts, whether it's to a totalitarian country or to the greatest um, um, democratic country outside of the United States, um, everyone's trust in that and that currency gets devalued. Therefore, making but we it just bad. have to be the most trusted degenerate. That's all. That's true. <laughs> That's all no, we I mean, have to be. I agree yeah. with you, but I want to do this as a punitive measure to show people that if they have shit cultures that offer nothing the wor- to the world, that you yeah. Know, it's but the, a the thing is, it I would hurt us. Though I, I know you're right. Yeah, <laughs> more, more, exactly. I agree with you guys morally, but it's it's just like refusing to pay the bank because they're assholes and you're just going to destroy your own credit, you know? Um, and I'm going to, s- that's basically it, but I still got time, a little bit, little bit of time, so I'm going to do one last thing. Number four, which was the secret option, <laughs> getting rid of prostitution by legalizing. No. That's my proposal to all my friends. <laughs> hmm. Because um, I'm going to take a quote from one of my favorite Americans, Ronald Reagan. Um... If you want more of something, subsidize it. And if you want less of it, tax it. And what greater subsidy to anything is there than by not legalizing it, you know? By making it illegal, I mean. Look at drug industries and the such, which still, drugs yeah, still get sold all over the world. but with vices, people will go to absurd financial lengths, destructive yes. and, and financial lengths to make, and sex is a vice. Um, I mean, I just don't think that it would eradicate it. I think that we would oh. just end up with a bunch of broke degenerates look at what's happening on OnlyFans. yeah no i understand but at that point that's where you make it a for example you don't just make it like illegal and then you you tax it high you make it a highly regulated industry that disincentivizes like specifically women from going in my personal proposal to my friends was for example make it that you can only prostitute yourself in a government uh uh location you can only do it for a certain price, and you're taxed at like seventy percent. Why wouldn't and that incentivize the black market just as much? Price. Oh yeah, it yeah. would. But then at this at, at at a certain point, you would be arresting. Where well, where I'm from, people look f- mostly, specifically men, look favorably upon prostitution. Um, but at that point, when you arrest someone, you you literally can just say you're arresting them for tax evasion. And for hmm. some reason, where I'm from, that just sounds good to everybody. Why the I fuck am I paying idea. taxes when that asshole's not paying taxes? Legalized you know? prostitution, ban OnlyFans. Prostitution's more healthy than <laughs> OnlyFans. Changed my mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that was basically it. Um, also, right. I'm going to finish by saying the same thing I said last time. I love you. And I'll see you guys in another two years when I get back on this show. Two years? All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, see you then. Again, that's just a joke I, to say that it takes so long to get on here. I got you. Okay, I thought you were leaving somewhere. Like you're, I don't know, <laughs> joining the military or something. No, no, I wish. <laughs> All right. Oh, See you, dude. All right, we'll catch you next time. Um, all right. Damien's up next. Damien, you're good to go. Oh. Mike's muted. We'll let him hang out a second. Gimp is up after that. Damien, you there? 
Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, this the uh, stream was way behind, uh, so sure. What's ready. on What's on your mind? Uh, a few things. Uh, for, for one thing, about the uh, OnlyFans uh, topic, I think that you're right, Blonde. That it's sort of worse than porn. Um, at least, like, if we want for guys to actually seek out relationships, I think, like you said, uh, with porn, like maybe you get your nuts off and then. Maybe you still <laughs> have some desire for a relationship, but I think with uh, the OnlyFans, you kind of like, yeah, build that weird fake emotional connection that's yeah. probably going to like uh, take away more of your desire to have a girlfriend. That's my perspective. And, and then the financial thing too. It's like you're feeding yeah, into Yeah, that's, that's, that's another good point as well. But on the other hand, that's like I say, it, OnlyFans is worse than porn if we think guys need to be going for girlfriends, but... Like at a certain point, is the smart move for a guy to just give up? Like, uh, I think like especially if you're looking for someone who's like politically compatible, and if you're a yeah. conservative guy, there are like so many conservative guys for every conservative girl. Especially if you start yeah. getting out <laughs> into the extremes. So like for every one conservative girl, there's going to be you know whatever three three conservative guys. So the two out of those three guys are going to lose that either way so at a certain point does it just make sense for them to give up like is that the smart move I, yeah i think you're onto something and that's why i don't i don't want to come off as like as as showing disdain or something towards guys who are consuming this because i totally get it i mean as we talk about frequently even the x amount of months i spent last year or a year and change ago trying to do online dating and all this it was it was miserable and it was borderline impossible and so if we had a society with healthier gender dynamics where maybe getting a, a, a healthy girlfriend took, a, you know, a, an amount of effort that wasn't much more than, say, OnlyFans or the work you put in to earn the money to pay on OnlyFans, then maybe we wouldn't see this sort of thing. I do think OnlyFans is, I mean, it's a product of the convenience that the Internet brings, but it's also a product of just the the, the broken relationship between men and women right now yeah and and yeah, men are, i think men are in a bad spot because that but side. i think that uh just because the marketplace is more competitive uh that you're still failing you make making a decision to fail to compete i mean this attitude hmm. that like there are no good women anywhere like nowhere is preposterous it's just that it's become more difficult for men to do it. The fact of the matter is if you decide to give up because you think that the pool of women is too small, then that you, you do have to accept that that is your failure to, to compete with other men. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, but yeah, I agree blind. I'm not saying there are no good women, but I'm saying if for every good woman, there are three good men and maybe you are not the top 33 percentile of men. Yeah. Maybe and in that situation, there must be those who, for whom women are unattainable, basically, yeah. or at least women, right. suitable women uh, in the way you're describing. That's definitely true. And the other thing, but shouldn't you strive is, to become more of a desirable man then in that yeah, situation? Maybe. Well, I hear you blonde, but I'm going to push back a little bit because the other thing is, even if you could get a girl as a guy in this, uh, you know, conservative world where there's three guys for every girl, even if you could get a girl, the market is skewed. So like the five girls, five out of 10 girls, they get to have like an eight out of 10 guy. You know what I'm saying? Because of this skew in the market. So maybe, you, maybe you're, maybe you're a five out of 10 guy and you want to date the five out of 10 girl. 
but <laughs> she's got an eight out of 10 guy to choose from. So in order to date this girl, you got to level yourself up to eight out of 10 and then you got to date. But date she doesn't have an eight out of 10 guy to choose from on a permanent basis. Yeah. Like you're saying that attractive chads are not these good men who are willing to settle down and be good boyfriends and husbands. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, she can bang that guy, but she's not going to marry that guy. And then, yeah, and then you guys right. can level up when you're in your 30s. Yeah, there might be something to what you're saying there. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for the insight, man. It's uh, it's an interesting right. thing to think about. Thanks so, for taking my call. Have yeah, a good, have a good night. Oh my god, I'm so how old? How long has OnlyFans been around? Is this a, a new thing? Is this a thing? new thing? I, Do we sound like we're a million years old? Seriously? Well, I don't think if we knew the ins and outs of OnlyFans, uh, that would probably be a bad thing. The question would be why. So yeah, I'm kind uh, of happy that like I'm losing touch with the youth internet culture. Yeah, I'm well, like, I, I, I dipped out at Snapchat. I was like, this this shit sucks. I don't want pictures of people's breakfasts. I'm deleting this. Yeah. And that was when I stopped keeping up with the latest apps and websites and all that stuff. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, is OnlyFans, maybe it's not entirely, I assume it's all sexual in nature, but maybe it's not. Maybe it has, like, usage I'm unaware of. I, I don't know. Gimp, uh, you there? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, go for it. Um, I just want to say, I don't think a lot of people are uh, paying OnlyFans for looking at people's breakfast or whatever. I kind oh, no, of I'm talking about up. Snapchat. Oh, I kind of got pulled in on a weird part of the conversation. Yeah, no, I was saying I dipped out on the latest like uh, apps and tech stuff at Snapchat, so I'm not all caught up on OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans is um, there's uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of it that's heavily pornographic, like explicit triple X kind of porn. Yeah, and then there's you know the people that are popular Twitch streamers or regular ethos or just kind of showing their tits or whatever but it, but that's is that exclusively what the platform is it's just seeing girls naked or something uh, well there's or is... like there's like people fucking on there if, if that's oh, so there is actual oh, really? porn oh yeah yeah there is it um it's it, it depends pretty much on the person whose uh channel it is or whatever but is it but it's all sexual it's not just people like hey pay me for my youtube content like patreon or something oh yeah i mean um okay as far as as far as I know, I used to work in the adult industry, so um, hmm. I, I haven't uh, really checked out OnlyFans that much. But I know people that shoot for people who do OnlyFans and make a ton of money oh. off of it. So Peter should just make a visit to the Wikipedia. Before <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> like, what am do I doing research. here? Well, I'm curious how old it is too. Based in London, I'm surprised it's not banned in in London. Uh, it's popular of, in the adult the entertainment are based industry. Based in in London, but they're probably actually based out of Cyprus or someplace like that in terms of the money. It's been around since 2016. Really? So it's been going a little bit. Yeah, these um, it's it's growing in popularity because now that everybody's stuck at home, obviously there's a ton of uh, a buddy of mine runs a, a pretty big network of uh, campsites like webcam girls, and um, he said that the traffic has just been through the roof since all this shit's been going on. Four I shouldn't, times I shouldn't dump on OnlyFans, man. We'll probably be on it by the time uh, Susan WikiWiki has her way <laughs> with us. One of the you know? few, well, I didn't. Didn't a bunch of people on YouTube that were pretty popular streamers get offers from Pornhub to go over there and uh, host their shit? Hmm. Back when the, oh uh, yeah, Carlos like Mata just thing was going on. yeah. You want to you want to talk about coronavirus conspiracy theories? You need to go to Pornhub now. That's going to be yeah. It is fun. It is strange how they are yeah. so quick to shut down anything that's against the. I mean, obviously, it's not strange that they're quick to shut down anything that goes against the official narrative, but 
it's it's really um you know you have doctors who are getting completely shut down you have um i mean that that pandemic thing i don't know did you guys see that i did yeah yeah, yeah. what did you think about that uh, I don't have time to. Ve- People I are saying I haven't vetted this woman, so I don't really. Need she, yeah, she's, she's a legitimate scientist, but she um she did have a scandal that led to her getting uh, arrested. Which she I stole don't know. information or she stole data, well, yeah, something she like that. It was her own data, and yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I wasn't there, so just like the Ahmad Arbery thing, I think like both sides are kind of retarded. I think this lady's got some sketchy shit going on, but Fauci is is an evil little midget. He should not be. He should not be the person that everybody's that you know gaining to like like looking for him to tell us if we can have an NFL season or if, uh, baseball can come back or whatever. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous that Trump Trump is doing really he's he's risking his chances of getting reelected by like letting Fauci run the show the way that he's doing. I yeah, think it's a double-edged Trump kind sword, of emerging though. is a huge pussy. Um, yeah, he fired oh, Fauci though. The, the 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 who the, cares? He does whatever I know. he wants. No. He, well, yeah, but I, I, I'm not saying I would care. Did. It would be a political firestorm if he did. So I don't he think it'd be already, justified. They, they're looking for anything they can to get at him. So he I suppose it doesn't Fauci. matter. Yeah, or, I suppose it, they'll they'll make a scandal out of whatever they want to. I mean, people don't know about Fauci, but did you guys know about Fauci's history with like the HIV AIDS epidemic in the yeah. 80s when it first started happening? Yeah. I don't know specifics, but I know he's been like, doing what he's been doing for a very long time. If you go back and look into it, um, I would suggest uh, there's just two things I'll say. I know you, gotta, you guys got to get to the next call or whatever, but um, it's real quick. Two things, and one of them is an idea for a video for you, Matt, is uh, nobody's been uh, talking about this is separate from Fauci. I'll get into the Fauci thing. Um, nobody's been talking about the fact that Cuomo in New York, the governor Murphy in New Jersey, they basically murdered a whole bunch of old people in nursing homes by hmm. what they did in the Oh yeah, totally. The so they were like, sweet, this. we're going to shut down the economy to save all these old people. And then we're going to kill all of these old people. And, well, yeah, isn't, and isn't that interesting that, that it, everybody else, Oh, if you infect one person, you're a quasi murderer. Meanwhile, to your point, yeah, these are borderline deliberate infections that happened at these well, nursing they, homes. They actually forced the nursing homes to take people who were positive for the yeah. virus. Yeah, yeah. And yet they had that Javits Center turned into a hospital. They had the USS Comfort, the USNS Comfort, or whatever the Navy ship go out to the, the uh, New York Harbor. They yeah. had all these field hospitals set up all around the country, which is part of this gigantic scam, by the way. They're mm. using it to get unions to build. A, they had one in Chicago that was supposed to be, it was $170 yeah. million, $300 million. And in all Seattle, they had a bunch of empty, they, I think they like they rented out like no, Century Field no and people. stuff. Yes, it was no Century, people. Uh, whatever that stadium is in, in uh, Seattle. And it actually served no people, no patients yeah. through there at all. Houston, they had seven people in a place that was built for three hundred. Chicago, wow. it was something like like six people. They had I think thirty or something like that in in one of these other ones. All across the country, they shut down all these places, but they were building oh. them after they knew they didn't even need them. So you should somebody should look into this a little bit. And I'm not saying you, but somebody should look into this and, and realize where the money's going. I know the Army Corps of Engineers is doing it, but the statements made by the guy from the Army are very suspicious. He was saying stuff like. Um, we might not need them, but I'm continuing with a full court press on this anyway or whatever. And it was just very suspect. Hmm. And the unions are involved in Chicago and stuff like that. So I mean, government work is digging holes and filling holes. That's the way it works. <laughs> exactly. And then yeah. um, the last thing I was going to say was, uh, yeah, Fauci in the 80s, um, how he's kind of uh, doing all this shit, talking about we need a vaccine and 
you know, this is going to be the new normal, which I, I can't tell you how much I fucking hate that phrase. <laughs> yeah, that's We're the latest uh, buzzword, buzz phrase. Yeah. 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 He he was pushing for a, a supposed HIV vaccine in the 80s, which I, I mean, I guess we all know how that why would you need? Out. Yeah. Why would you need that? He, it's pretty um, simple. Not not acquiring AIDS is a fairly simple thing. Well, he, he was he was a huge part in the whole um, the beginning of the HIV epidemic getting completely out of control in the U.S. He specifically delayed the reporting of the first scientist who had actually isolated the HIV virus uh, in France, mm. and he had delayed information on that that could have actually saved thousands of people's lives as well as covered up a tainted blood scandal with the um, hemophiliacs uh, medication called Factor. It's a, mm. it's a clotting medication that they knew was tainted with HIV-infected blood because they have to make it from a blood byproduct, I guess. It's from plasma, I think. And they knew it was infected, but they let people get it anyway. And then once people found out, they started sending it overseas, and they just gave it to people in, in Southeast Asia where more people <sighs> just got infected. Right. Fauci was directly we involved with that. All right. We, we got to yeah. let you go, but thanks for calling in, man. No problem. Have a good night. That's true. Uh, he also was responsible for covering up this uh, dentist that was infecting people deliberately with HIV. If you go to the Wikipedia article, it still says something about like uh, accidental infection because infection rates because of uh, uh, unsterilized utensils and stuff. But really, he was just deliberately infecting. accidental infections at a dental clinic. He Why gave, like a bunch dental of dental clinic and... utensils have HIV. I know. Uh, like okay. Um, over on D Live, Mr. Spry Guy says only fans is to relationships as porn is to sex. I, I heard Sargon say that in his video as well. That would that seems to me that would be the analogy. So, yeah, what does that mean? That porn is a simulation of sex in the same way that OnlyFans is a simulation of a relationship. Right. Yeah. Um, are you good? Yeah. Uh let's see. Where was do-do-do? Sorry. I got distracted because my mom was texting me about how Richard Spencer is clearly a fed. She's gone deep. Really deep. Uh, L.A. Mayor. Who was the last one? I don't even remember. I don't know. Where did you leave off? God, I hate this new thing so much. Oh, blonders in the live stream. Incompetent hands, 30. Just want to say thanks for the Sandy Safe Space uh, during lockdown. Back at work now, so take my Trump shekels. Thank you so much. I finally got my Corona books today. Look at that. Wow. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Robert Franklin. Uh, they were dishonorable gentlemen volunteering to defend her from state oppression. One helped organize the guys in Odessa as well. Ah, oh, mm. cool. Um, I hope, I, I'll be very interested to watch the prosecution of those Odessa guys, too. Carrying a gun in the parking lot outside of a bar is a prosecutable offense. Um, Margie, no note. Thanks, Marge. Uh, quantum football. I bet the epitome of Michael Schleck's yarmulke would make a great face mask. That's a trap. That's a pronunciation trap right there. It is. I got them all. Emrod, uh, in these absurdly unconstitutional times, Chris Ann Hall would be a great guest. Who? I, she, um, she's a, a constitutional oh. lawyer, constitutional lecturer. The, the reason I know her name off the top of my head is she was, she's, she frequents quite, uh, she frequents quite frankly. So I was listening last night. Yeah. She knows her stuff. Um, and, um, and it'd be, yeah, it might be fun to talk to her. Maybe I'll even, uh, talk, to, I don't know, take some of her online courses. Cause she, she really knows what she's talking about. And uh, yeah, they had a great discussion last night, uh, and I, I enjoyed what she was saying. Um, Big LC, the LA mayor said the lockdown will remain in effect indefinitely on some level. How do you think this will play out? K 
Cali going red, Boog with Cali compliant weapons or accepting it as a new normal. I think accepting it as a new normal. I think what'll happen, I think what'll happen is people will just move out. So what I, I was joking uh, the other day, cause, cause my fiance is from California. So we were joking. How long till they all move in here? They ruined their state. They're all going to move in here and they're going to ruin ours. And we're going to have to head back to California to fix it. <sighs> But that's that's what I think happens. I think that you're going to see a significant exodus of people out of New York and California, and they're going to come. And my only hope is that they've learned their lesson, but I know that a lot of them have not. And no. they think we'll do it right this time, but we'll do it right in Wyoming or Montana or Idaho. No, you won't. Yeah, really. Sucks for yeah. my community. Great for my property values. Yeah, that's why we'll have to sell high and move to California and fix it later. No, I'm I'm just gonna keep getting pushed. I'm gonna move to like Lincoln, Nebraska, or something. Mm. Um, Eric Burns, Wyoming. Mar- I'll meet you in Wyoming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eric Burns, Mar- shame on everyone who doesn't trust the media. Signed, Chris under quarantine. Brian dodging RPGs in Iraq and Walter from the New York Times. Moscow, <laughs> yeah. Grant Evans is Bozeman shut down. Driving through Friday on a yearly trip. Usually stop for lunch. We open now. Uh, no, it is. Uh, things are open now. Uh, restaurants and bars have some restrictions, but yeah, you can go. You can go sit down and eat at a restaurant and all that. Oh, yeah, uh, on Friday, the only things that were closed or are closed still are like gyms, um, what else? Movie theaters, but all that stuff's opening up on Friday. So as far as I know, Friday should be green light on pretty much everything. Uh, how far did any uh, CWP instructor will advise you to think twice before you enter a third party situation? McMichael should have let Roscoe and Enos handle the criminal intercourse. Just because. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably you, true. You, yeah. Well, it, it doesn't matter whether you're defending yourself, whether you're intervening in a crime against somebody else. Anytime you are using your firearm offensively. And again, I, it's difficult to know exactly how that played out based on the vertical orientation footage. But if you're, if you're pointing a gun, if you're certainly, if you're pulling the trigger, if you're intervening on your own behalf, somebody else's behalf, you ought to be damn sure what is on the other end of that barrel. Not just who, but why. But why? Why is this happening? Because there are very serious consequences <sighs> if you're wrong. Ziggy123, voting machines found connected to internet. Uh, Democrats want to write in ballots because their machines got caught with a virus. Crown Corona Castle makes those 5G towers they're burning down. Um, we are, let, let's uh, let's call it there and we'll come back uh, on, on Super Chat. Oh, um, just because I want to make sure rough. we have plenty of time for calls here. Where do we leave off? Shauna's next, oh, right? Yeah, Shauna's I'll mark next. it so we don't forget. Um, thanks for patience, guys. All right, let's get back to uh, to calls. Try to try to be quick here, which I always say, but I never a do. A lot of but them gonna... will be. Hey, Ico, uh, Icos, yeah, you're good to go. Yes, I'm good. Um, okay. Um, Sorry, I just I try to stop people from saying something weird. That's I know. All. I'm always in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> yeah. um, only okay. fans is misunderstood. I actually think it's awesome. Yeah. I found the love of my life there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, her and her other uh, 13 boyfriends. Like we yeah. get along great. You can, you can make a couple of, you can make five way, five way parenting teams like that one in Florida. Yeah, no, yes. We can, and we then can you have can... one son for yeah. a little while. Yeah. You can beat the baby half to death. That isn't yours. How about that? No, no. God, well, fair enough. I'm the pregnant one. I can make tough to laugh, but I'll I'll go with it. I'll laugh. Okay. What's up? Um, So you know, we talk a lot about like colleges here and like the crazy kind of shit that college, you know, college people get up to nowadays. Um, 
But, you know, I really had, I went to what I would characterize as like a very conservative college. Like everybody, pretty much everybody there was a Republican. And like, you know, I didn't deal with basically any of that. So I wanted to kind of ask about y'all's, you know, if you wanted to talk about like, where did y'all go to college? Um, I know that like Matt, you have a, or you went for political science or something. Um, And like, you know, if you encountered anything like that there or like that kind of thing. Uh, anything like what? Like, like you know, the crazy uh, gender stuff and, and oh, not not until my senior year. Out. Like, uh, I I, <laughs> the, I I only noticed this when I took a sociology 100 class just to get you know get some gen ed requirements for graduation senior year. And I've 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 mentioned it before, so I'll be brief. But yeah, it was this class. We read a bunch of texts. One of them I'll never forget was about like, uh, it was called "Dude, you're a fag." And it was just about the the specter of the faggot and the interaction between junior high boys and how they all compete to out out masculine each other, basically, um, with the specter of the faggot being the thing you don't want to be. And and the thing, what that class turned into was I was a senior at the time and it was just nothing but freshmen. And I I called it at the time freshmen talk about feelings class because that's all it was. But this wasn't clear to me back then. And my even though I went, I went to a liberal arts college uh, in Portland, Oregon. It was a you know, it was a leftist campus, and I was one of them. But it was not this crazy shout people down. Everyone who disagrees with me is evil. We had John Bolton come speak on our campus, and it wasn't even really protested. You know, like it was still uh, like an open-minded type thing. We had we had a small Republican club. I knew those guys. Um, I was friendly with those guys. I I disagreed with them on politics but i never once thought they were like evil bad people or anything like that this this the current culture where people who disagree with me are morally deficient that's that's a creation or a development of say the last 10 years in my opinion that was not present in my college experience but maybe i'm not representative Uh, i don't know it was like kind of on the horizon when i went to mizzou um but it wasn't too bad i mean mostly my gripe with college was just that it was one unadulterated party <laughs> the entire mm. time which is not good for anybody uh but but like you could see you could see it if you were looking you could see that this was going to come and i majored in economics and finance so it wasn't entirely worthless and it still kind of permeated the business school uh-huh yeah i would just like for the for the younger people who are listening to the show um i just want to give kind of a shout out to like the small state school like the d2 you know public university Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I got my education. And one, like I, so like, you know, I go to the place that I'm at right now, you know, I'm interacting with people that went to Ivy leagues and went to like all the bigger schools and like all that kind of stuff. And I was more prepared for, you know, what we're going through right now, um, than any of they were because honestly, I credit my small school experience with that because like, I didn't fall through the cracks in sure. classes. I had a great, you know, amount of, you know, I was able to integrate myself into like leadership and service roles. I was yeah. able to, you know, really interact with professors. Um, and I got out of it with no debt. Like I was able to work, you know, a couple jobs through college, had a great time, no debt, you know, nice. that's huge party time. So like, I yeah. think that people need to kind of let go a little bit of the idea of like going to, you know, the, you know, the insert state here university yeah. and just like, you know, find a smaller, more intimate, more affordable kind of college. And like, 
you can probably sort of avoid a lot of the craziness and still get a fantastic education. And like, as far as I've ever experienced, nobody gives a fuck. Like what name is on that diploma? You'll still yeah, it's be just a, do you yeah. follow through on things you commit to type. And type. some school names have to mean less than nothing now, like Evergreen. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah. God, I'd be pissed if I was ever an Evergreen alum. Anyway, we got to let you go, but thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. Y'all have a good night. Uh, Pius is up next. Oh, my God. Pius, you're good to go. What's up, guys? I hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, man, what's on your mind? So I actually wanted to talk about something that I think is um, – I don't understand why this position is controversial, but it really is. Um, so in – like when we think about what kind of police officers we want in our communities, a mm-hmm. lot of us agree that we want police officers that have you know worked in the community a long time and when they were new on the job have worked with police officers that had been in the community a long time and mm-hmm. know what – kinds of things to look out for in our communities and what those things look like. And part of that is, you know, if X type of person is behaving X type of way, that's suspicious and I should look out for that for the safety of other people in the community. Um, and with that in mind, and based on uh, 13 do 80, um, I don't understand why quote unquote racial profiling is bad on behalf of police officers. This is a SCAG um, argument because well, I, I would I, openly yeah, advocate for, for, you know, for racial profiling. <laughs> As was done earlier in the show. Like, if a police officer sees a certain type of person that they know commits more crimes than another type of person in a neighborhood, uh, I think it, I don't understand why it's wrong for them to, to behave with more suspicion towards them. Um, so are we, are, when you like say you, wrong, you are we talking a, in, in moral terms? Yeah, are we talking in, in constitutional terms? Or, or if I was wrong in that thought or what your opinions were on that. So what, when you say wrong, do you mean moral? Do you mean constitutional or all or wrong in what Hello? sense? Maybe he, I, I guess maybe he can't hear me anymore. Oh, I don't know. Can you hear me? I don't know. I guess maybe our connection with him dropped off. But his, so his question is, given that crimes are not committed across demographics equally, why is it wrong to have unequally distributed suspicion? I don't know that it's morally wrong as, say, a, a person to, to make those sort of judgment calls in your head absent incomplete information. But in terms of the way the government acts... I, I don't think that we can have a government making judgment calls about treatment of people based on based on race. So I, that's the distinction that I would make in this case. If you yeah. are you as an individual allowed to make judgment calls about what you think is going on before your eyes based on whatever criteria you want? Sure. But when we're talking about the state, we're talking about people's rights that are at stake. And I, I personally, I don't want those sorts of calls made on characteristics like race gender whatever else that being said we do know that it works well to the as we've discussed many times on With this stop show, and frisk, what, yeah. what does work can be morally and or constitutionally wrong correct yeah so yeah. though you know those are those are those just because it works I, I don't think is an argument that we that we should 
Um, but I, I, unfortunately I wish, I wish we could hear, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what he means. Like, I, I'm just curious if he means the way we set up our legal structure or just the way we ought to behave morally as humans. Mm. I, I consider those to be somewhat different things, but perhaps maybe oh, we can, I don't know if you guys can hear me. Um, yeah. I, I can, um, can you hear us? All right. So I, somehow our connection's been cut off, but, uh, perhaps I'm we can listen on the YouTube. So I'm a little behind. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm listening <laughs> well, on YouTube, so I'm behind. All but, right. Um, I don't think I'm not advocating for this, the state to do the problem. Mm-hmm. The for the state to do it, I'm advocating that you know individual officers who are policing in communities shouldn't feel bad for doing those things. Um, for well, the reason I- Blonde pointed out that we know it works, and further for, you know, just based on data, um, and especially. Yeah, I, I just, that's the only thing I was thinking. I definitely wouldn't say that the state should be making those sure. decisions. We, we got to let you go just because of the communication gap here, unfortunately. But when, when I say the state, I mean, uh, police officers are agents of the state. I don't necessarily mean the state like Montana or something like that. I mean, Bozeman yeah. City Police, anybody. Um, but again, uh, the it works <laughs> argument, I'm less It doesn't matter. I mean, to. I, we talked about this to... with stop and frisk, and I say the same thing every time. This it, it would also work to execute everybody in like a ghetto community with a misdemeanor charge. It would that would also to, reduce crime. It would it, work to kick down every single door and open yeah. every drawer in the country and examine it for illegal possessions or illegal behavior or whatever. It's clearly unconstitutional. Um, like it can't. It can't be done, but it yeah, totally works. To be as to be as fair to him, what he's asking is the why, like, and, yeah. and what is the moral wrong there? And, and I think that the moral wrong is using group data to make an infringement on the rights of the individual. Mm-hmm. That that would be the moral wrong to me. But uh, perhaps we can resume the conversation. It's not sorry about the connection, uh, the connection gap issue there. Anyway, uh, dangerous spaces is up next. Hey, dangerous spaces. You're good to go if you're ready. Hey guys, how you going? I'll just uh, turn the stream off. Um, and apologies if you hear noise in the background. We just got some work going on in the house. Sure. Um, yeah, I just so firstly, Matt. A few weeks ago, uh, someone named Dawn apparently was in the was in the actual uh, call list. Oh yeah. And I, and I asked you if you were going to put your own. You were being really weird and evasive about. It. I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what's going. On. Apparently, Dawn was fun boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, it's hard for me to. I maybe should have clarified for you on air, but yes, that is uh, the that is the evasion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, just because we ended up talking past each other because you were being evasive, and it wasn't until afterwards I realized why. Well, I'm like, I, I, I know what's going on. So <laughs> I probably, move, I probably should move on. I probably should have clarified with you in the uh, like Twitter DMs or something. But yeah, sorry about that. Uh, that's fine. Um, so, do you guys want to talk about either uh, Meet the Press did a really egregious. Uh, kind of a hit job on bill Barr. they said it wasn't or alternatively the 25th district uh, i think i assume that's what 25 ca is, is yeah yeah i'm uh i'm more interested in the that's the katie hill district the flip of the katie hill district personally yeah yeah okay. what uh yeah. and and not just that it flipped by the way it's the first it's this stat is sort of misleading or this fact is sort of misleading because Katie Hill flipped that district from Republican to Democrat, I believe. But yeah, now yeah. that it's flipped to, back to Republican, that's the first Democrat to Republican flip in California in something like 20 plus years. 
Yep. Okay. I, I don't and. know about that. Sorry, just just for context, I don't know about that stat, but um, prior to Katie Hill, Republicans had held it from '93 till 2019. Yeah. So it's not so, it's not that significant of a flip, or at least as significant as it could be. But hey, man, a flip's a flip. It 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 is and it isn't because it doesn't need to be kept in mind that Katie Hill won by a uh, little under nine points. So there's about an eight point six point difference. And this and guy it, just won by flipped, like that yeah. One by that same margin. Back, well no, no, he he won by twelve twelve percent on the dot. Yeah, yeah. I or think fifty six to forty four. Yeah. So, so so you're so it's not just a flip like oh four percent of independents changed their mind. This is a pretty massive do we do we know the turnout? Was turnout depressed? it was all male, I assume, in California, right? Uh, hang on, I've got the information up. I'll just. It was all. If, oh yeah, it was all male. Wasn't I it? wonder if if turnout was less, if it was more. What what those numbers look like? Hmm. I would Google uh, it, but my computer's gonna start on fire. Hmm. Just shy of one hundred forty-seven thousand votes. And what do we know how that compares to, to uh, past or, years? Oh, I don't know how to rule. Uh, Possibly we could. We, we could find Not that that would matter though. if there was an influx of people, though, or if people left the community. So. Yeah, I think it still indicates that the even if there's not an influx of people, it indicates that there was a a big chunk of people that were um, motivated enough to mail in because mail in I think would probably be somewhat um, limited because people just couldn't be bothered doing it necessarily. I don't know. Do you think it would be easier? Well, yeah, I suppose that's true. I, I guess it depends on how they actually set up mail in whether you can just vote, stick it in, stick it in a mailbox, or whether you have to try and... I presume it would be self... Uh, it would be postage paid. Uh, yeah, well, when I've, I just voted by mail today. And, uh, yeah, you gotta, you got to put a stamp on it, but that's about it. And I have to sign it. That's, that's supposedly my demonstration of my identity is that I signed it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But yeah, and, and especially considering there was a lot of concern of if it's mail in, how fraudulent is it going to end up being? Yeah, I, I would. I really want to know how much fraud there was because if there was fraud and they still lost by twelve points, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I would just find that really funny. Quite frankly, yeah. yeah, we'll see. And there was a wasn't there an election in Wisconsin too, or something something else? There was another uh, there was another election uh, Tuesday yesterday. Anyway, um, all right. Any final thoughts on that before we let you go? Yeah, you know what? Well, let's do a quick Australian word of the week. Um, okay. I don't think I can Google word... anything. My computer's so hot right now. Well, we can take a guess. Oh, okay. I don't know oh, if you right. could even. Uh, so the word is larrikin. Um. Jeez, oh, how do I describe this one? So the um. Oh, I should have thought about the sense beforehand. <laughs> the class, <laughs> okay. the class clown at my school really is a bit of a larrikin sometimes. That kind of gave it away, really. Uh, I don't know, like a douchebag, a, a, yeah. a, a, I don't know, an annoying person, something like that. Oh, they probably could be. No, it's, it's just kind of a term for pretty much just a term for anyone that, that's sort of, uh, a bit cheeky, a bit, you know, a bit of a smart ass really in, t- in the way they, uh, in the way they act and things like that. Hmm. You know, okay. it's kind of. A bit, yeah. Probably La- troll how do you spell would be it larrikin. Yeah, L A R R I K I N. A cheeky lad. That's way yeah, too. Yeah. That's way too British for me. 
Yeah, that is a little bit British in the description. But yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, that might be a British equivalent of saying that about someone, but yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, thanks. Appreciate it. Have a good day. No worries. You guys have a good one. Oh my God. My mom is just texting me, berating me right now. About what? Like, you look like you're in pain. You need to get your act together. This is this is not everybody else's problem. Be more professional. This is your job. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, well, I, I just mean, assume my parents don't watch the Wednesday show because the show totally sucks. She's as mad as uh, the guy who was mad at you for what eating like a, a granola bar on the show. That, <laughs> that was before I was even pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Oro, see there. Yeah, it was I'm a tangerine. Here. That's what oh, it was, was a tangerine. He was right. so pissed off, <laughs> and he's mad at me for taking a pee break too. So, or yeah. maybe that was someone else. Anyway, Oros, what's on your mind, man? Oh well, I say, I gotta say I'm pretty excited to be on your show. I've been listening to you for five years now. Wow! Well, thanks for sticking around. That's a lot of uh, change yeah. of scenery, or change of topic like, at least. Yeah, I was actually going back and listening to some of your old videos. You shouldn't. Like, Changed. No, they're good. They're I, cute. Yeah, Euro videos. I like those. Kind of makes me wonder how much you've changed. Like if you went back and looked at them. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean it's it's hard to do. I mean, anyway, no. Yeah, so carry heard, on. What's on your mind? Blonde, but what? I wanted. To, yeah, he's saying he knew he knew me before you, right? Oh, That's what okay. he said. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to talk about this whole going in the the construction sites. Sure. So I don't know of how many people have been coming on and talk to you about that, but just that's one tonight. A, yeah. One. So yeah. Just pretty, one. No, we had two people call and talk about us. Oh, did we? Yeah. I can't remember. Not, not a lot. Yeah. So that's something I've done quite a few times. I moved around a lot. Illinois, Oklahoma, Maryland, New Jersey, Texas, Florida. Wow. So I've gone to a lot of places and some of the places we went, we were looking at houses and they were under construction. Uh-huh. Mm. So we've, we've, we've gone to the realtors and talked to them. We've gone around and looked at some of the houses. And at one place, like we've gone to them, we've gone to some of the construction sites to look and see like how they're doing. Like we're looking at buying houses from these people. I don't want them to be like the main structure of the house to be set up by a fucking like one by one pillar or something. Like they've done some crazy shit on our house, which which so you're saying I that was wish. arranged by the mm. contractor or something? No, no, we just we just went on. No, we did. We weren't. Sorry, I'm I'm saying that we've we've looked, we've talked to the railers, and sometimes we just we've gone to their some of the houses nearby. And I don't know. Maybe we're wrong about this, but like I just still think that it's really weird no, and dangerous. I, I do too. I'm not saying that like oh all of you should be prosecuted immediately. I, I get it, like you know, lock or the that door he deserved you, it or, or anything a, like that. No, of course not. No, I'm saying I'm not that I'm saying that I think it's it's weird and suspicious that I would call the cops, which is probably why it, it's. I, I think that's what motivated them to do what they did. Not that it's right. I don't think it is, and I think we talked about that at length. Yeah, but I, 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 I just, I'm just not going to be convinced this is like totally normal, not suspicious behavior. I mean, I'm just oh. You, Oh, so that's funny. I was, that's the next point I was going to make was that like there's a, lots of people who walked around my neighborhood. Yeah. Like, one in Texas, which was like when we bought that house, there were like 10 or 12 houses in that whole neighborhood. There weren't that many. Yeah. And there's some people who walked around. The old wimp, this one old <laughs> woman, 
because I asked my dad about this and he said, yeah, that one woman, she just bragged about how oh, I've been in every house in that na- in this neighborhood. <laughs> Got to collect them all. All of them look like. Yeah. Inside and out. Skag, let me ask you, would you call the police on an old woman doing that? I suppose to the profiling question, that's a fair question. Would I call if I see um, if I see a group of teenagers like you describe, or I see Ahmaud Arbery jogging in there or jogging out, or I see an old woman with a walker? Um, to be completely honest, I probably would make different judgment calls based on the person or group of people that are going in there. But to me, it's still I know I still I didn't think about it until you put it on the show but like yeah this, this is kind of weird and i never thought about it i just kind of did it because like i also asked my dad about this like whose property is it and he was saying that up until the person moves into the house the property belongs to the people the construction site the construction workers well like, they don't know that and i mean I yeah am. i mean there could be different arrangements but the bottom line is it's someone else's property and of course I'm yeah. not saying that like you should you should have the expect expectation of being shot. <laughs> like obviously that's a disproportionate response. Yeah. But what I am saying is I think any time that you are willfully entering someone else's property without permission to do so, you're you're putting yourself in in sort of a, a compromised or dangerous position. Even if no, that feels yeah. different, you know, because it's a construction yeah. site. Yeah, uh, I, but I think that people also that are saying that this has nothing to do with him being black are totally lying to themselves. I don't know. I th- based on all the facts of this case, they said they've se- the nine one one call says this guy's been doing it frequently. I don't think that it has. I don't. I really genuinely do not believe these guys are making a judgment call based on his race. I think that it sounds like there's a, a high potential that he is the guy who stole the firearm out of the truck in front of the McMichael's house. It sounds like he was in this other house. Uh, multiple times they had witnessed him. If it's a white guy doing that, I, do they have a? Do you think that response? the outcome would be the same if this is a white guy? Um, well, it'd have to be a white guy with the exact same I, mentality who did the exact same things as Ahmad Arbery. I so think if he did, yeah, the outcome why, probably would have been the same. You know why someone wants to go back to the property multiple times? He was clearly casing the property. Progress. Yeah, check up on the progress of the house being built. That's why yeah. I've done. It times no there's no way that dude was doing that I, i'm I skeptical know. but maybe i don't have evidence of him committing a crime in that context uh, to be as yeah, fair as so possible that's 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 what i'm thinking about that's yeah. where i'm coming it's because i've gone into checking but sure. there's also so you've so he he was caught running in cargo shorts right that's someone else was talking and about. he looked like he was wearing boots also Boots but Matt too? disputes that. Well, the, the I, construction footage, they look like they're white tennis shoes or something. They don't look well, like boots. No, they look like Timberlands. They, so he Not went in the construction the footage. No, in the in the um the other footage. I can't even see what but when would he have changed shoes? The construction yeah. footage is right beforehand. Uh I don't know. It just looks like in that so footage. Like he he went to the house, but then he but he was still running, like they caught him, they caught up to him after yes. he ran away. So, but mm-hmm. they, I was hearing that he like was 10 miles from home or something. I've heard different, different numbers on that. I've heard I've two, heard two and miles I've heard 10. and I've heard 12 miles as well. Yeah. I mean, so he didn't have like any way to get away. He didn't have a getaway or anything. He just ran there. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to yeah. call it. Sorry. I'm yeah, so we, we got to let you go. Yeah. But, uh, but thank you for, for calling man. Hell yeah. I finally got on. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for calling in. Um, 
yeah, we gotta we gotta call it there, guys. I appreciate the patience, um, and uh, you know we're always doing the best we can. And uh, my apology if you didn't make it in to the show tonight, but uh, if you're having trouble getting into the live room and you'd like to participate in the show, or if you would like to participate but you can't do it live, please do send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta@gmail.com. Put call in show question in the subject line. We will respond to those in the last segment of the show. And since Blonde's got uh, things to do, places to be, we'll try to be as uh, we'll try to be as quick That's as possible. That's not true. I just can't sit down for three hours anymore. <laughs> since that baby might fall out accidentally, Ugh, uh, I can't believe I have six more weeks of this. Eric says, "I've noticed in my personal experience that men and women have different preferences and needs on their frequency of sex. Traditional wisdom says men want it more often, but there are women who feel deprived as well as relationship." Br- uh, as relationship breakdowns are such a threat to traditionalism, should we be doing a better job of pairing people up not only on the basis of values, but on the basis how often of how often they prefer or need to have sex? I mean, I think that you're a fool if you don't take this into account when you're deciding, deciding whether or not you're compatible with somebody. You have to be compatible in that way. I think that you'd be foolish to ignore that just as you'd be foolish to ignore um, values or you know, you really have kind of like the intellectual piece of this triangle, the emotional piece of this triangle and the physical piece. Yeah. And if you, if you allow, it's not that some of those can't be stronger than others. It's just, if one of them is totally broken, the thing's not going to really work. So I, 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 I think that, um, I mean, I think that, that partners have an obligation to work with each other where there might be some discrepancy or some gap. But uh, let's let me read the question again. Should we be doing a better job of pairing people up? Not only that sounds like um, as a society, like like we're like we're matching people up as a society. So I don't I don't. But maybe he just means more generally. Uh, I, but what are the main reasons people get divorced? Finances, uh, religious differences, or differences on how they're going to raise their kids, and then sex. So like hmm. you know, you should be somewhat well matched in all of those things, or it's going to be a struggle. And I think you have to be you have to be willing and compromising on all of those pieces too. Uh, I think that uh, well, at least once you've committed to a person, let's put it that way. You don't have to be compromising when you're in the dating phase. I yeah. think that you, you're entitled to make whatever sort of judgment calls you want. But once you've made a commitment to a person, I think you really do have an obligation to try to compromise on any gaps that there may be. So, but I think I think you should do that for. All, all those, uh, all three pieces of that triangle, not just the physical part. Anyway, uh, Henry says, what do you think is the most annoying logical fallacy people use? In my opinion, it's got to be the whataboutism fallacy. Yeah, I do that sometimes. It's, it's not great. Uh, mine is actually, um, uh, can I say that I, I just get annoyed when people throw out the accusation of a fallacy in an argument? <laughs> just like That is it, annoying too. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, that, like there's some referee or something. Uh, that lately, is the this, that, whatever fallacy and some some fallacies are not in fact fallacy we uh, we talk about like the slippery, slippery slope. slope yeah yeah um i think with this covid thing it's been appeal to authority for me ah yeah that's definitely uh timely right now but uh yeah i don't i don't know i guess i guess what i would say is th- what would i call this logical fallacy people think that if they can stuff a logical fallacy accusation into an argument they win that that drives me nuts and it seems like there's a a lot of moment yes people try to do that and it drives me nuts what would i call that the fallacy fallacy how about that 
Oh, and then I hate at the ad hoc argument too, because as I mentioned many times, you can have a personal criticism, especially about somebody's appearance, that is an addendum to. Oh, the ad hominem. Or ad hominem. Yeah. Did I say ad hoc? Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is an addendum to a legitimate criticism. Right. If it's supplementary, <laughs> it's totally fair game. That's called entertainment. <laughs> Yeah, people. I have people say that to me. Oh, you you made like a joke about this person at that one point. Yeah, sorry for trying to be <laughs> mildly entertaining. Sorry, yeah. uh, my apology. Like you're uh, wrong for X Y Z, and you're super ugly. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair totally game. Fair. This is uncephalized. What do you think about a voting system based on households? The registered head of household would get one vote for every household member they claim on their tax return. The catch mm. is your household has to have paid net taxes last year to be able to vote this year. So as an employed married father of two, um, so an employed married father of two gets four votes and a welfare dependent single mom with three kids gets none. What? If okay, you so want it's actually... Vote, it's weighted in that it's regard. It's weighted, yeah. That's if pretty If you want to vote, you have to establish your own household and not be a drain on the state thoughts. I I like it. <laughs> I, I'm very sympathetic to these sorts of ideas yeah. because I, I hesitate to grant the right to vote on things like gender, like we talk about on this, on this show frequently. I'm more sympathetic to the skin in the game type argument. That is to say... Uh, cl the classic. I remember your brother explaining this to me. When it's uh, you know, when when it's just two wolves and a sheep voting for what's for dinner, we know how that ends up. Yeah. So if I do think that having some demonstration of having built something, having some skin in the game, being a net taxpayer, the right to vote is is sort of a unique right. It's a substantive right. It's a it's a positive right of sorts. It's not the right to be left alone. In the way we think of all of our other rights, it is a right that the state gives you uh, substantively. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and so I don't think that it, it's unreasonable to have expectations um, for certain, I don't have to get roasted for saying, like qualifications, certain trade-off. What I'm worried about is what we have, which is just voting, people voting to take other people's stuff. That is functionally exactly. what we've built. Right. Which seems fairly obvious, uh, considering like like this was, it was this was clearly what was going to happen. Yeah. So, I uh, a plan like that. I I've not thought about a weighted one. I've certainly thought about like, well, should you be a net taxpayer? Should you be uh, a household, for example, a landowner? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, but the idea that it, that there are like there's a points based system almost like. You, you you could achieve up to 10 or as you know yeah. something between zero and 10 uh that's kind of interesting and um yeah I, I i don't know i'm 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 interested in those concepts anyway and on uh and thanks for the thoughts and this is an in, interesting one i'm i'm excited to see what you have to say ooh, okay uh i'm not through season two yet in regards ah. to making a murderer i lived in manitowoc when Avery was released from prison for the original wrongful conviction with the help of my friend's dad, uh, the old ADA, Mike Griesbach, 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 my tennis coach who taught physical ed at Dassey's high school, not my school, told me that he, the coach, was always nice to Dassey in the hopes Dassey would spare him if Dassey decided to, paraphrase, bring an assault weapon to a gun-free zone Sorry, Avery is almost definitely guilty. What convinces you that he is innocent? Well, Avery, I'm less convinced about. Uh, it's too. possible. I guess what, what bugs me about Avery is 
or what bugs me about the case against Avery is there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of credible reason to believe that that the car that the blood that a lot of the evidence was planted was planted and I yeah. do think it was planted but I think it was a situation where they were like this piece of human trash is guilty let's just make sure that but he gets who, convicted i think that that's probably what happened my so problem would have with done this it case, though the police someone the police, else i think it was the police my problem with this case though is that i don't believe that brandon dassey had any knowledge of it or had any involvement of it at all hmm. uh so he's the real casualty in this i don't care as much about yeah. Stephen avery and to be fair I, I will also say that my perspective is entirely through a casual viewing of the Netflix productions, which I'm told are pretty sympathetic to Stephen Avery and Brandon Dassey. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I certainly don't know with, I don't know with certainty on either one of these people, but I think the, as we watch through season two, the oddities that uh, what's her face, the corpse of Michael Jackson uh, Zellner is able Cat, to, please, she does good work. Come on. I'm entitled to my ad hominem here. She she does good work, but she looks like the corpse of Michael Jackson. Yeah. I think she's she's on to a lot of oddities about the narrative. Two things can be true here. Like the narrative of what we're told that that he killed her, that he burned her in this way. It's possible that he did those things, but the way we've been sold that it happened is wrong. That's also possible. He's guilty, but the story about how or why is wrong. That that could be the case. Her, her breakdown on some of the claims of fact, I think, has been pretty interesting. It's just, um, so I don't know. I just, I'm just a casual viewer, man. I definitely don't have a, a certain opinion about Stephen Avery. Um, it's not like a, a basic, uh, not a basic, but it's not like a really cut and dry uh, case of innocence like the West Memphis Three, I would say, who clearly were not involved. You should read up on that case. Man. I don't know the case, yeah. Wrongful it's a terrible wrongful conviction case. Um mm. this is insider trading. Have you guys heard about the I haven't heard about this, about the NHL players who got their Instagram DMs hacked and released to the public. They're now having their contract canceled oh for calling women God. fat. Is that privately? True? I gotta look this up. That'd be a good Sunday talker. So they they had their private messages released Release. against their consent and private um, we bullshit. can't we cannot we we've talked about this before we cannot build a society where we're going to start policing other people's private communication because i guarantee anybody give me your phone give me your skype give me access to all yeah, your private screwed. messages we're all pieces of shit don't deny it don't deny the sick but hilarious messages you send to your friends do not even try you know right. you do it or have on many occasions so yeah we can't that that's outrageous if unless there's more to the story uh, and i don't want to be a part of a society that does that matthew says matt and blonde what are your thoughts on the amish in my experience with them they represent the best of what it is to be american hard-working manual laborers mostly pro-gun uh, but they can only use them to hunt and not in any other capacity because they are non-aggressive at their core. Family-centered capitalists, they only deal in cash, and they don't take any handouts from the government. Well, I don't, I know uh, hardly uh, anything about the Amish, but if that's all it is, then th that sounds great to me. I got gripes with the Amish. It's easy to get nostalgic about Amish-style lives because all of us are kind of like aching for a more agrarian lifestyle until we have to live one. But the Amish have a huge rate of incest. They have a bunch of hereditary problems because they're such a small community. Um, and, you know, they definitely have their their problems. We can't act like the Amish have no problems. 
would I choose to grow up in a Amish lifestyle over the lifestyle that I had growing up? Like, no, probably not. Hmm. I just, I know hardly anything about it, but based on that description, sounds a-okay to me, but, uh. The Amish are the ones that do rumspringa, right? Don't know. Where everybody goes out and, like, gets super fucked up and has sex and stuff, and then I'm decides told there are some Amish it. communities. There's one, like, by my, where my parents live in Montana, so maybe they're here. I, when I think of the Amish, I think of, like, uh, aren't the Amish big in, like, Pennsylvania? Isn't that more Yeah, of a... they're big in, um, like, uh, like, old German and Dutch communities. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God, my mom is still berating me. Mom, I know. God. <laughs> so All right. mad. All right, this is John. Um, what happened to flattening the curve? This lockdown was never supposed to stop the virus and it never will. Once they let people out, the numbers will go up again and it is to be expected. The point is the hospitals will not be overwhelmed. Yeah, I think we got hoodwinked here. I think it we got taken in. It has morphed over time. What? Yeah, it has morphed over time. The, the aim of, of lockdown or the, the purpose, the stated purpose. Um, yeah, I think that we kind of fell for it. We're like, all right, if this government... <laughs> overzealous intervention is temporary, then I'm willing to, to accept some authority figures attitude about, about this coronavirus <laughs> as long as it's temporary. Well, and then flatten the curve, turn to what, you know, what they're saying in LA, like we have to have no cases. We have to have a vaccine. Like, Oh, that was new insane. Normal, yeah. new normal. No deaths in LA, like LA County for 14 days. Like, right. We didn't sign up for any happen. of this. That's yeah. never going to happen. No, de- no coronavirus deaths. Um, but yeah, let that be a lesson. Every time they say, come on, just let us suspend your liberty a little bit. We'll give it back later. What's the big deal? They never do. They never, they do. never do. And I won't, I won't forget this one because this was the first time in my life. This was the first one in my adult life. You know, I was, we were, when 9-11 hit, we're like 13, 14, we something like that. We were in the eighth grade, yeah. I was, I was too young to understand the full scope of things like the Patriot Act and what I, I just, that, that was not my thing. I cared more about like junior high football and, and all that stuff. Now that I'm an adult and I'm seeing this happen, I won't forget the next time we face a crisis as a country and they say the only solution is surrendering your liberty. No, no, no. We're yeah, not but I don't that. have any faith that other people in the country aren't going to forget this almost immediately. Yeah. And then based on the number of people that still are like, oh, it is too early to lift a lockdown. I, I just Great, stay home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but I've lost faith in in people's ability to like do their own risk assessment. And I kind of and, can't believe how this played the, out within the populace. And they're almost unwilling to. Yeah. It's like for me, uh, yes, I understand that things are risky. I will assess that risk. And I will behave accordingly. It seems like for a huge percentage of society, they say, oh, no, no, assessing risk for myself. I won't do that. I need an authority figure to tell me. It's really disappointing, though. Didn't, yeah. we, we, had, we had talked about um, the possibility of something like this, some catastrophic event happening that kind of turned our economy and our country on its head. And in that scenario, we hypothesized that people would behave differently. I didn't expect this super high level of irrationality uh, and trust in the media and in the federal government. It's like, it's dizzying to me. It's like, does nobody remember what we've done over the last four years? Nobody. I, I, I'm disappointed in our own ability to predict this. I remember sitting around after impeachment, like, what's the next thing going to be? Yeah. Pandemic was not. It not wasn't predicted. even on my radar. No. Uh, 
Who's okay. next, Sam? Sa- Sam says, uh, maybe you can tell me whether or not whether or not I'm going insane here. In the last few years, I've gotten increasingly sick of the safety first culture we seem to have oh. in America, which the COVID scare was highlighted recently. I can't help but think we've lost something vital to the human spirit by placing safety above all else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, safety, safety cannot be placed above individual rights and individual liberty. Safety is certainly an admirable goal, but this is what I was talking about in my upload today too. When you say safety or the good is objective number one, you can justify putting people in, in prison cells basically for their own safety. Right. You can remove all quality of life. And not only that, but who should evaluate what is safe? That should be up to the individual. I don't have any animosity towards anyone who is terrified by coronavirus and wants to stay in their house, uh, huddled up in the fetal position uh, for the rest of their life. That's your decision. If that is your risk assessment, have at it. My animosity is towards people that say, my assessment of the risk and my prioritization of safety entitles me to control you. Exactly, yeah. That's that's what's bugging me, man. And uh, and yeah, I think you're exactly right. Like, safety is a value that is important. Is it the most important one? And I do think we need to think critically about the order of priorities. About, well, yeah, uh, but the possibility to do that as a society was lost when women gain political power because they always choose stability over and safety you'll, you'll wear me over down personal li- well no yeah. we're seeing this in action like if this serves to red pill people in that way and um we we end reliance on chinese manufacturing particularly in pharmaceuticals then this could end up being a net positive in terms of saving human life hmm. And it just make, it makes a lot of sense uh, in terms of, of the dynamics between men and women, too. It's like, what, what do men, what do women seek to gain from men in the exchange that is a gender relationship? Yeah. It's essentially safety and, and health and prosperity in exchange for the sexual monopoly over that woman and in exchange for reproduction with that woman. That, that's the natural exchange between men and women. And so it makes sense that if you substitute the state for man in that exchange between with women, that that's the kind of the end result you would expect to see this thirst for safety, protection, all of that from the, from the state. And I think that's what we're observing. Mm. Yeah. And I don't think anything's going to change either Mm. after this. I mean, uh, this is James. I'm curious about your view on the border wall. I'm someone who has long believed that illegal immigration needs to be stopped. I get criticized by leftists who call me heartless and racist for this perspective. I also get criticized by those on the right because I don't believe a wall will be effective. Mm, I believe in stringently enforcing the laws already in place with regards to people illegally in our country. I believe this is a more economically safe approach that will promote self-deportation and remove the benefits perceived by people who are considering coming here illegally. Mm. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, change illegally to illegally and legally, and I'm right there with you, James. Um, the wall is a symbolic gesture mostly. I mean, walls work to some degree, but I am so much less concerned with the illegal population than I am with the the massive amount of legal immigrants that are in our country. They're, they're impossible to get rid of. There's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> um, I, 
At, it, well, we've we kind of had that discussion before. I, I would say at least kind we, of. At I least think we beat we, this one to death. At least we have some knowledge of who those people are, whether or not we agree that that they should be here or not, and what our policy should be. I'd rather at least know who they are than just have no have no information whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, fine, but I would argue that they're more of a long term drain on our resources not just because they consume resources, but also because they take jobs from Americans. And as, as far as the wall, uh, I certainly don't think that it, it is the one solution. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I think it would be effective and I would like to see one. But remember when Mitt Romney was ripped for promoting self-deportation or floating the idea of self-deportation? Everyone laughed at that. And I know you've talked about it before too, but you do. Th- this is basically what he's talking about, that if you eliminate the incentive structure and make it all but impossible to immigrate here. Even if you do cross the border, you get into this country all but impossible to actually get a job and, and or cash in on, on, um, on benefits. Then yeah. What's the point? Why, why would you try? Cause once you get there, it's impossible to, to re- receive those benefits. Anyway, I think, I think both of those solutions would work well, Bore, uh, physical barrier. And then if you get in, well, it, it, you're not getting benefits and it's all but impossible to get a, to get a, a job at least an above the table job. Right. Uh, one that is, that is legally square. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't have a problem with, with what you're saying. Yeah. But I mean, I see why people on the right would get angry about that, but like, I also don't think that the wall is everything. It's not everything. Management says, with the vast majority of the deaths affecting a small percentage of the population and protests taking place all over, including one swinging dick in North Carolina with a Browning M2, how long do you think they can keep up this charade? Uh, yeah, every day I wake up and I ask myself, how long? How long are we going to do this? I, at some point, people are going to be like, no more. But I think that's only really going to happen in red states. I think every day there's another person who's like, ah, you know what? I'm kind of over this. This is kind of bullshit. They're, they're taking L's every single day in public opinion, and yeah. it's a slow trickle, but they're also taking L's in court. So we're seeing what's going on in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's true. The- but, but people on the left are still like, like uh, no, we can't open up. They're still super afraid of the, of the virus. So we're going to see this fissure between... Yeah. Blue and red states in particular. But I'm just saying, what's the trend? Like the, the trend in court, the trend in public opinion. How many people do you know who are like, you know, at first I thought this was uh, total bullshit and not a big deal, but now I'm in favor of full-scale lockdown. Those Nobody. people are, they're very rare. Hardly have any of Have you met any, anybody that, that thinks that? Someone who didn't think coronavirus was a big deal in February, March, but now thinks it's a huge deal. Yeah, I can't think of I any think personal of acquaintances of mine. So I think it's going to be a slow process, but it, but as it becomes an as it becomes an economic necessity, you're going to see this even more. A lot of these people, like Shelley Luther or um, Carl Menke, the barber in Owasso, Michigan, the economic reality just uh, becomes overriding at some points. Like, do you want to do you want to work? Do you want food? Well, it's not even a political principle stance. It's just. I need money to survive, so I'm going to work, and you'll have to arrest me, I guess, yeah. if, if you want to. Yeah. You're going to see that more and more. Yeah, I, I mean, I I hope so, right? Um, that's why Shelley Long was so... Shelley Long? Shelley... Shelley uh, Luther. Shelley Long's an actress, isn't she? Is she? I don't know. I don't know the name. 
Um, Shelley Luther was so important. Uh, Chuck says, what, what would you think about officially recognizing Taiwan and perhaps even helping the Hong Kong protesters as part of the punishment for China? Um, <laughs> I'd be so jazzed about that, but I don't really think that we're going to be able to compel China to do Yeah, How anything. would we do it? How, how, what would we... Uh, how would you after, make them recognize Taiwan? What would you do? I, I mean, we could officially recognize Taiwan. We could compel other countries and our allies to do officially we not, recognize like what, Taiwan. What, yeah, what, is, what do you mean when you say that? Does the U.S. not? I, I don't know how this is I'm under the impression up, we didn't. Am I wrong about this? Do we recognize them as a part of China, or do we recognize them independently? I don't know. I don't, I don't follow this stuff closely. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that we're going to be able to compel China to do anything just based on their reaction. Uh, to coronavirus it clearly has escaped from the wuhan lab it's infected a bunch of people a bunch of old people are dead now because of this and they're indignant and unapologetic and then they have the audacity to come out in their own state-run commie yeah. media and be like oh americans did this just as a general perspective about how to handle these sorts of things i will always opt for uh, probably a more non-interventionist or isolationist response. That is to say, my inclination is let's just associate with China as minimally as possible and or zero. I have less interest in trying to like How, control though? China into being what we want them to be. They're and a more menace. Interest in, yeah, but what are we going to do short of dropping bombs on them? Like, how are you going to how are you going to make them do things? And do you I'm not want opposed that? to that? Okay, but do you, do you really want war with China? No. no, I don't. I mean, I think that they can, that there are ways that we could try to incentivize them to improve their culture. But, you know, as a nation, we have to realize that, that we are bedfellows with many foreign countries that have corrupt cultures and governments. Um, and we've accepted that. Uh, as something that we're going to do if we can receive economic benefit. And that's what mm. we've done as a country. Like, if we want to decide to stop doing business with countries like this, then we're really going to have to change some stuff. Mm. Uh, is anybody ready for that? Is everybody ready to pay 50% more for goods and medicines if we can move manufacturing um, yeah. back? Because that's what it's going to take. I it, will it do will that. become more expensive, yes. Yeah. And I, as, as I've said, I will be seeking out American-made products more diligently than I have in the past. But it that, is that so is, hard. That is the reality, too. Yeah. They will be more expensive. They just will. Yep. And I have to accept that uh, as a consumer. Uh, but we so, ha anyway. Yeah, we have to accept that. We have to decide to do that as a society. Uh, because if it's just about buying cheap crap and everybody values that more than sustaining our culture and punishing China, then we're never going to learn anything from this. Yeah. And no, I don't I, really think we are. Do you think things are going to change? Um, well, it's, you know, you got to live your life and it is annoying to try to, to try to be absolutist about this and examine every single label and make sure not one ever says China. That's not my expectation, but I do believe that given how they've basically destroyed our country or set us back significantly economically, whether they did that intentionally or accidentally. Yeah. To me as a consumer, I would be willing to pay a little bit more for goods and for, for goods that are American made as opposed to Chinese. If the exchange is <laughs> that buying cheap now means we're more dependent on a country that could screw us over again, the way that they've done it. We talk about what's expensive 
yeah, I mean, maybe buying some some cheap plastic toy that's American-made instead of uh, Chinese or whatever else. Even pharmaceuticals. I, I can't believe how many pharmaceuticals were. are, are I didn't know this until this to. happened. Did you? There's a lot of stuff we might have to, we might, um, I, I say have to, but really I want, cons- I do want consumer choice in this thing. There's a lot of stuff that I personally would like to spend more on in exchange for not getting screwed by China in the future. And there is a consideration. It's expensive in that moment, but what's more expensive long-term? And I think a, a, a deep relationship with China going forward is incredibly expensive as we've seen play out right now. Yeah, but you're asking Americans who failed to scrutinize really illogical stuff coming out of their own government to think long term about the economic and personal consequences of an alliance with China in in exchange in exchange for for spending more money right now. And and I also have to don't think we're capable of doing that. Not everyone has that luxury, too. Uh, That is a that is a point I have to acknowledge that. Yeah, a lot of people are not in, in great financial shape, especially right now. Every dollar counts. You need to stretch those dollars as far as possible. So I'm just saying th- this is going to be my approach. But uh, I know I know that that's often easier said than done when when um, you know when you when you got a family to feed and you got kids and all that. I'm not in that situation. So you know uh, I I'm I'm not that mad at people who might not share that perspective. I mean, it sucks. I, it's just really disappointing that, that we're not going to, to change. I mean, I hope I'm wrong about that, but I really I don't. You, I, really I think don't you do what it. you can, you know, not everybody can do the same thing, but I will certainly do what I can to minimize my consumption of Chinese goods. Me too. Uh, and I'm only realizing now how much stuff from China I own and how difficult it is to do that. Yeah. Well, like you said, whether it's China, whether it's Vietnam, whatever, those little kids, they got the best stitching fingers for the just, shoes. You know, this, they the just, tiniest little they really, hands. They you really know? get in there. That's such neat, perfect work. We'll have to figure it out how to replicate that here. Uh, all right. Uh, is that the last one? Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let me reload this. Over on, Shana um, was the last person. I got a, just a couple on Streamlabs, uh, or one on Streamlabs, one on DLive. Raggle Fraggle says, I'm calling the murder hornets Chinese murder hornets from now on. They're yellow, have funny-shaped eyes, and are actively trying to kill us. I would say uh, now that... They actually um, came from Japan, I think. Yeah, they're Asian murder hornets. That's racist. And now Andrew Cuomo is calling it the European virus. Did you catch that? In one of his press conferences, Andrew Cuomo said uh, he was talking about the outbreak of the European virus, referring to coronavirus. How? Because it, it came to New York from Italy. But the Italians got it from Wuhan. <laughs> yeah, but they, uh, they threw their own, um, I don't know, Italian, Italian spin on it or something. Ultra Snake over on DLive says, uh, expecting one form of government to work for all genetic groups as playing, is playing civilizational chicken with reality. Uh, I think that there are objective, I think that there are certain generally objective, better standards uh, of government than others, I, I, but I have, as I've said many times, I have to acknowledge those things are not wanted in all parts of the world. They just aren't. Mm-hmm. They just, I, I think the values that lead to prosperity are pretty clear. For whatever reason, certain parts of the world, they ain't interested in that. And I, I don't think you can force it upon them. They have to want it for themselves. Uh, are you good? Yeah. All right, Shauna Thornton. I think it's women who place their value on their parts 
men want that, but they also value femininity for the sole reason it's not masculinity. Men value women because women. Yeah, I mean, that's probably fair. I I don't think that most women are having the same experience with men that men are having with women. I look at my dating history, I'm like, it's mostly like dudes. I think I, when I talk to guys about this, they're like, oh, I dated this mostly chick with dudes. Or did you cut out for a second? Oh, they're mostly like nice dudes. Oh, nice. I, th I just heard mostly dudes. I was going to ask about <laughs> when you got into chicks for a while. Mostly nice guys that yeah. um, that were pretty innocuous and stuff like that. But when I talk to guys about their dating history, they're like, well, I dated this cutter and then this anorexic chick and then this former prostitute heroin. Ad. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. OK, that's fine. Uh, GRNT0351, a big donation. Thank you so much. Uh, Blonde, you look as beautiful well, as ever. I will take that lie. I appreciate it. Pregnancy, it looks Thank great you. on you. Take some shekels for the baby. Love the show. Please keep it up, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm in the home stretch uh, tonight. I, my mom really is going to call me and chew me out later. But um, <laughs> I only have six weeks left, and like, I'm just really uncomfortable. I'm ready to have the baby. I just want to be mobile again. I just want to be able to walk. I walked like two miles today and it was, it was like an Everest climb. I'm, I bet. I bet. I'm just so tired and fat. Um, Black magic. The last girl I met IRL was a single mom. See with three daughters uh, who thought she was literally the mother. Mary only fans will never snap, throw your neighbor's dog off a cliff and then rescue that dog. Wait, what? I'm not sure I understand the. I don't get the last part. What's the metaphor? I don't know. <laughs> it's got to have some relationship is it like some fans, super though. simp thing or is it a real story maybe maybe um, maybe somebody actually did that yeah man hmm. disappear forever uh gender problems are from simp religions and morals i don't think that christianity has caused gender problems no i think what he's saying is uh yeah i think that's what he's saying that that a, a, a decline in traditional religious morals is uh to blame oh yeah which uh you know, i don't simple again, simple religions so what as in what like religion? well i don't know like I protestantism know. or maybe just like the weird ones you know the off the wall stuff um uh, but yeah i, I i'll say it I, i've said it a million times I, I don't know why those things have to follow but i can't deny that they do i can't deny yeah. that as i think that there's a an observable re an observable trend that as religiosity declines so too do good and healthy value systems yeah that's yeah. that's it's kind of true man um this is from truculent phillips evening guys don't know if you already covered it but wisconsin supreme court struck down the governor's extended stay-at-home order citing it being unconstitutional ah. uh in the case number we're definitely going to talk about it on sunday right I would assume I, I just, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I just saw the headline. So I, I don't even know what the reasoning is. This says it's, it's on constitutional grounds. That's very interesting to see. So good. I'll be curious to see what that decision says. And, um, and yeah, good for Wisconsin. And, and perhaps we'll circle back to the story later in the week. Um, Jinyu, despite having an Asian sounding name has given us a donation. We appreciate oh, well, that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, big LC. Uh, if you're paying for porn, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> that's, uh, disappear I forever. That's true. Yeah. Blonde, which would be better off? Emily Yuka's Prez and Coulter VP or Trump Prez and Matt VP. 
Um, I think we know your answer to that. If Emily Yukis was president, I mean, that would be a hilarious and wonderful moment in human history. Can we do Ann Coulter president, Emily Yukis VP, though? Because Ann Coulter's got all the political experience. Sure. Um, VP is kind of a useless position. They don't have any real. Wait, who's Perez? Trump, Perez, and Matt VP. Who's Perez? Oh, I just assumed that that was a. Oh, Prez, Prez. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I read that as someone's name, like Tom Perez or something. I mean, I'm really disappointed in Trump. I uh, I, I voted for Trump today in the Montana primary. Did you? Yeah. You really pushed out with this coronavirus stuff. I thought about. I thought about voting on the Democratic ballot for fun because I could still vote for Elizabeth Warren on that one. Bernie and Elizabeth Warren were still on it, but I just voted for Trump. How many people voted for them? In Montana or I across mean, the country? Just, don't you think that it's a, like slightly fraudulent that they stayed on the ballot? I think what happens is the Montana deadline to get on the ballot was before they before they dipped out before they quit so they just stay on the ballot i, that's I think that's stupid it's detrimental to the democratic cause maybe but like also who cares if joe biden wins montana or not is it really does it really matter yeah i guess not and it's not gonna happen um shauna thornton everyone used to meet their partners at church then it was college before college became degenerate now no one goes to church or college <laughs> i'll be liberal you can be mormon or catholic your choice save the nation hmm uh, Mormon or Catholic? That seems to be that seems to be the choice these days. The only two appropriate religions. You can only be Mormon or Catholic. Mormon or Catholic, yeah. Yeah. I, have so, I know some evangelical Christians that I quite like, uh, although Protestants are heretical. Um, J.K., don't send me an email. I won't read it. J.K. says, "Got our five hundred dollar Trump bucks today. All goes wow. to our daughter. We get nothing. She's donating it to the local animal shelter." Oh, that's very, that's very nice. Why not the one in India? Those dogs are suffering. That's true. Um, a lot of people are losing their ability to house their animals. She that's true. S- seriously that's speaking, so yeah. That, that, I'm sure that is an issue right now. Oh, I was going to send you this article. I was on Daily Mail today, and it was like, woman mauled to death by her French bulldog. And I opened the picture, and it's like clearly a pit bull. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, shocking. Oh, yeah. My dad sent it. Yeah, mauled by a Frenchie. Yeah, the my dad's French bulldog so, is like a an, it was like an American bulldog mix. Well, we were wondering how this was possible because it said mauled, but then it talked about the jaws being strong. And I think mauling, I think like you know scratching with your claws, and a French bulldog can barely bite you even if it wanted to. Uh, no. So I, I'm sick of all these these pit bulls, and it just made me think of like George Zimmerman as a white man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Yeah. Really, uh, Frank Underwood. Any good tips for working toward the sideways split? Keep in mind that I'm a noob. I can barely get a 90 degree angle. P.S. Matt, track my previous virus arguments. Also, the jogger had it coming. <laughs> the sideways well, split. It, it, Is this something I, I don't even... I actually, I actually, I actually don't, don't know, know, but of course, you, I, I don't know what you're referencing, but you can always send me an email, of course, Frank. And I'd be interested to hear about um, about your perspective on uh, on the lockdown stuff. Um, we had spoken previously about, because um, Frank's in, God, I, I always mix it up. Is Frank in Norway or Finland? God damn it. Uh. <laughs> He's in one of the two. I think it's Finland, but that means it's probably Norway. Anyway, but we were talking about um, previously about, about uh, Sweden. So I'd be interested to hear because um, 
well, now that this is kind of playing out. And I'll be also be interested to see what happens in the rest of the Scandinavian countries once they kind of loosen up, or maybe they already are. Do they kind of catch... Sweden has had more deaths per capita than the rest of the Scandinavian countries. I think that, although they are kind of sort of middle-of-the-pack Europe generally, the question yeah. is what's going to happen in those Scandinavian countries once everybody's out and about again? Do they just kind of catch up to Sweden? Yeah. Yeah. And does Sweden avoid the dreaded second wave or whatever, you know? I think all this yeah, is uh, but yeah, thank, thank you. Uh, thank you, Frank. And if I miss something, tell me an email. Uh, Dark sent a few, so I'm just going to read them just all the way through. Sure. Um, have you ever thought about changing your name from Matt to Chris Mattinson? <laughs> also, plan on naming my kid after Kevin and you, Matt. So Kevin Mattinson, also take my <laughs> Corona bucks, you Corona cucks. I can't tell you how many times people have called me Chris in my life, though. So yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Legalizes a poopy head. He's controlled by the Jews spelled J-U-Z-E. <laughs> and it's corrupted by fountain pens. Went into a store today. I got confronted by a boomer for not wearing a mask. Promptly, promptly told him where to shove All it. All right. I really do miss Kevin Flanagan. He was my daddy for sure. Our mayor's last name is Seaman. Good old Mayor <laughs> Seaman. All right. Uh, Rugal McDowell says, we stand a based mom. Are you talking about my based mom? Presumably. Really? You know, there there are some costs to having a woke boomer in your family. Like she texts you about Richard Spencer constantly while you're doing a stream and then complains <laughs> about your stream. Uh, Dark says, Mayor Seaman has informed the public that nearly 528 local businesses have been given public funding yet over a dozen have closed forever. This is in a relatively small mm. town, 26,000. How many more will be gone by June? Yeah, it's yeah. like people don't even care. We've seen a few here, and you will see more. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunate. Bummer to hear, man. Hopefully we uh, get this oh. fixed. Um, quantum football. OnlyFans gained popularity in the winter of 2018-19 when Facebook banned nudity in private groups and Instagram restricted most nudity. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Well, that kind of goes along to show like it, 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 the, the analogy would be like when you ban people off YouTube for hate speech. Well, what do they do? They just go somewhere else and they take their audience with them. You don't really defeat the, the so-called hate speech. It just it moves next and door. something else maybe, emerges. Yeah. Maybe the same is true with uh, this, you know, pornography, nudity, whatever we're talking about on uh, OnlyFans and all that. Uh, Dark says, just one last PSA. The Ben Shapiro's did 9-11. I don't know why I, I, I'll read... I'm like, no, screw you, Kevin Flanagan. I'll read all these, though. Uh, Mr. Bitesell won. I'm in the 25th district in California, two registered Republicans in the House, and we never got our ballots. Mm. Happy to see it got flipped regardless of this oversight. Oh, that makes me feel kind of dirty. Well, now your audio has gone all out of sync. Your connection must be weird. But hey, it's close to the end of the stream, so we'll just call it. We'll call it good. What? Your audio and video is like all screwed up, but Google Hangouts sometimes does this. So maybe it'll come back. I can hear you fine. It's just like way screwy. Should I keep reading this? Uh, Yeah, we'll just, we'll go with it since we're near the end of the show. Um, okay. Dark says anyone in NorCal want to go break the law and get our hair done. Maybe go eat some butt in New York against their (laughs) health advisory. Hit me up on discord. (laughs) Wow. Does that count as illegal? Uh, I don't know. Can we do that on discord or is, are we going to get banned? We'll definitely get banned. Uh, Brett Fafada says, why are so many so-called conservatives making fools of themselves over this Ar- uh, Ahmad Arbery case? Yes, mm. I trespass all the time. Who doesn't? <laughs> Repeating leftist talking points won't win them I, any favors. I definitely thought that was weird, too. And God, this sink is... Maybe maybe we should have you disconnect and come back really quick. I'll just okay. carry on. Sound like a plan. All right. 
Um, but yeah, I did. I did think that was uh, pretty pretty weird for people to say that it's just totally normal behavior. But again, I, all the pushback against me, people saying they do it all the time. Maybe maybe I'm the weird one. I don't know. But uh, all right, better. Test test test. Well, kinda. Maybe it's co- weird connection or something. My computer's so hot. Um, yeah, maybe your computer's just about to blow up. Maybe that's the problem. One day it will. Should I keep going? Yeah, it's still just as screwy, but we'll just go with it. Sorry, guys. Appreciate your patience. You can a take little over duct tape want. never hurt anybody. Uh, where do we leave off? Thomas Stein. Thomas Stein says, uh, you know, the front runner of the, oh, the LP, the Libertarian Party, is for open borders. And libertarians consider borders an infringement on personal liberty. They're basically ANCAPs. Some do. Not all. I, I, it's actually a big split in the general libertarian community. And, and yeah, I, I understand the principles of those who are basically open borders people. I just, I, I think that they're wrong. I, I, I consider this, I consider borders to basically be an extension of, of property rights. That's kind of my philosophy on this sort of thing. Um, but they would, they would push back on that. Anyway, I don't think the, I don't think the libertarian, the libertarian party has all sorts of problems with mass appeal. I don't think being for open borders helps their case for mass appeal. Anyway, We'll see who they pick for. Their, I don't think uh, they're doing nominee. it to be ideologically consistent, though. I think it's a it's they're trying to appeal to breakaway leftist voters. Yeah, maybe. May, uh, yeah, maybe that's why. I don't know. A big LC. The Netherlands tried to change the function and name of their Taiwan office. China reported by saying or responded by saying we make most of your medical supplies. It'd be a shame if something happened to them. Well, yeah, that's the kind of bullshit that we have to, that we have to uh, avoid, you know, at at some level, okay, China can make stupid plastic toys for us. I don't really give a shit, but if they're making critical medical products or other crucial things that we need, yeah, screw them. We don't, we don't need that. We don't need China telling us what to do with with that sort of thing. Disappear forever says the struggle snuggle is nanking part two. I'm game. I don't know. What is that? something we should, bad we should move on uh um, i don't even know what that is jm so, says i've been good, duped goods become more expensive but wages would shoot up to cheap labor there and depressing wages here are why we are in china hmm. uh eric burns marsh safety should not be the highest priority signed the designers of the <laughs> 737 max <laughs> i now i agree that it's important like giving as much credit to that as possible but what's more important is your own freedom to evaluate that sort of risk for yourself like, obviously I want, I'm a consumer. I want to know that my airline is safe. And yeah, if I probably don't want to get on a 737 max anytime soon, but that's the point yeah. I should be the, the 737 max should be neither mandatory nor banned. And my right to evaluate that risk for myself is actually of higher value than the supposed state imposed safety itself. That's, that's the point. I'm trying right. To and then what we're consistently forgetting is my sink better. Yeah, it actually has fixed itself. Um, what we're consistently forgetting in this is that there really is no evidence that the action taken by the federal or most state governments um, has improved the outcome in terms of net fatalities, which should yeah, be the only metric by which we measure the severity of this virus. Yeah. So. And yeah, the media is jumping on cases now. Oh, the cases are increased. Well, all cases are not bad. I care yeah, about deaths per capita. I care about deaths per capita. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then people I mean, are to always talking about like, oh, you can ha- you can be asymptomatic but have like long-term lung and heart and brain damage. It's like things that are totally silent are not often wreaking havoc on young, healthy people. That's Well, every single virus you contract has an effect on you. That's just, that's the yeah. nature of them. Every yeah. single one does. Anyway. Um, skeptical faith. 
Something changed in our corporate governance that puts shareholders' value above all. Public companies have to use third world labor to cut costs. Um, they don't have to. Well, they have a they have an obligation to their shareholders to return that that profit to the maximum possible extent. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have but, to have some kind of social agreement yeah. by which we decide to reduce our GDP and make less money as individuals. Yeah. Like, I that's suppose the, the fairest way, way to frame that is they have an obligation to what their shareholders want and what their shareholders want is the maximum possible return. But it's right. conceivable that shareholders could say maximum possible return within these moral or ethical constraints. In fact, we say that in a lot of contexts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Canon Olson, um, no note, and then another with a note. What are your stances on the Supreme Court? Is it broken or fine? If it's broken, how should it be fixed or replaced? Oh, man, the big thing about about the Supreme Court is I think there are probably too many justices, and uh, the lifetime appointments, of course, are are just terrible. Yeah, I'm not convinced that like lifetime appointments are designed to make them apolitical. One, they're not. And two, why why would lifetime appointment make you apolitical? I understand if they're elected or they have like a, a, you know, some sort of evaluation process where their term is re-upped or something, but you could also just say your term is 10 years. Well, that's a defined, they're apolitical. They're just as apolitical at that point because they're not trying to court anyone to get reelected, so to speak. They're just, they're there for 10 years. Then yeah. they're out. That's yeah, it. it makes no sense. Like, who becomes more politically and philosophically malleable as they get older? Don't you yeah. just become more resolute? And I don't think it was... I, I think that we have... By the way the court has developed, we've basically created an unelected board of nine people who can, at the stroke of a pen, control the entire country if they want to. I don't think that yeah. was necessarily the intent. And that's why... This is kind of what, um, gosh, I forgot her name. Uh, what, what the um, Frank's guest on Quite Frankly yesterday was talking about. It is very tempting, and I liked this pushback because I'm kind of of this perspective. It is very tempting to want attorney to want AG Barr to go into these states and bust them all up on constitutional grounds, and get the federal government uh, to to take these people to court and to appeal up to the Supreme Court and get the Supreme Court to tell the to tell all these states that they can't lock down in the way that they are. The other side of that coin, though, is then the Supreme Court can do things like Roe v. Wade, where they just decide, nope, all states are going to do this now because we, we say so. Right. That is the other side of that arrangement. You do have to be very careful about how powerful you want federal prosecutors and ultimately the Supreme Court to be. Especially when, God forbid, one of them decides to sell her soul to the devil for immortality. <laughs> You know, she was in the hospital again last week. And she definitely came out totally healthy. Nothing to see here. She had a yeah. gallstone. Something like that. Yeah. Um, Mark Duquesne, environmental regulations and frivolous SAW lawsuits have been a huge driver for offshoring. Hmm. Uh, Karens have been killing American industry for decades. Regulation rollback and imp import tariffs are the cure. That's that's interesting. The regulation rollback thing. Um, have you watched American Factory yet? No. I'd be really interested in what you have to, it was funded by the Obamas, but like I ended up coming out of it thinking that unions are detrimental to our growth, but also that I hate the Chinese. I'm, I'm like, I don't even know what kind of angle they were going for here. Like what the average American takeaway from this documentary is. Uh, so I'd be really interested in, in what you have to say about this. Cause it is true 
I think that unions to some degree were necessary at some point, And then they had some protective qualities that, that people needed because the Chinese, they, they just lost their humanity. They, they don't care about their workers at all. Yeah. There were people that were separated from their children and their entire job was yeah. to sort glass for t broken glass. Well, for China, China is the ultimate. Does it work philosophy? Does exactly. it work? Yes. Does it work? Do it. Yes. But, but can <laughs> yeah. we, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so the real question is like, we know what's going to be more economically profitable and it's going to be the inhumane solution. But as a society, are we Short willing to do? Yeah. yeah. Are we willing to do what it takes from a moral perspective to be more moral people? Are we willing to take that hit? And mm. I don't think that we're really willing to do that. We'll see. I'll be curious to see where we stand with China in say two, three years time. Uh, Black magic. It was a real story. Oh, the dog getting thrown off the cliff. And then oh, okay. Seeing... All right. Uh, the last girl I met IRL was a schizo single mom who ended up throwing my neighbor's dog off a cliff Ugh. and manga made us thank her for rescuing the dog. Slim pickings here. Hashtag repeal. God, dude, Ugh. That's terrible. Um, I'm going to reload, but I'm scared about my computers. Mad, mad Matt Sorry. says, uh, keep the Corona bucks coming. Also use Corona bucks to fix blondes computer and ISP. Well, she is at a different site. So the ISP that you yeah. usually have is, is excellent. In my experience, your laptop is about to blow up because you know, it's a six-year-old Mac, so they, it they blow it's themselves a up. Air. <laughs> they yeah. blow themselves up after that amount of time. But yeah, you were talking about getting a new computer anyway. So I just, I just can't rationalize it right now. And then, I don't know. I guess I do. Normally, you're sometimes. not on this computer anyway, like on the Sunday show. No, and then I haven't been to Seattle since uh, coronavirus started. So this is the first time I've been back. Um, who was the last person? Uh, Eric. Eric Burns Marsh is up next. Uh, if I run out of freeze-dried food, who should I eat first? <laughs> uh, the fit people or the land whales? Alex, Austin, Texas. I mean, well, you're in you're in Austin. You can go straight to Alex Jones himself and say someone's got to eat someone. Yeah, you can, you can face off. I don't think that fat people would taste better. Why not? You, usually, you like a little fat. <laughs> what are we talking? Because they, about? but a little fattier meat is usually a little, little more tasty. But it would just be fat, and you, you want the animals uh, that you eat to have had like a good diet. Yeah, and so you want a good it, marble, like a yeah, a, yeah a good marble. Would it like a fit person that had like a like a healthy diet and got regular massages be more like a like, like a wagyu beef? Yeah? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna eat your ass. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Oh, Alex Jones. Yeah. Dark says, I want to see a replay of the great Chinese famine between 1958 and 1961. 20 to 43 million ricey boys got oofed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Disavow. <laughs> Thanks, Susan, for keeping Keep us on the air. Oh, my God. I hope my husband's not watching. Um, the products we consume are artificially cheap via slave labor. Free trade should only be... Uh, be, be between equally developed countries, import tariffs against Chinese products are the only answer. And that, that's a really interesting perspective too. I mean, yeah. we never think when we're buying cheap Chinese crap, like what were the factory conditions of this? Uh, it, just, it doesn't occur to anybody because we're like, oh, I'm saving 75 cents on whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we believe that a free market and the respect for people's rights are both moral obligations. So I suppose it does follow that yeah, we'd only want free market engagements with other markets that respect the rights of people because that's a moral obligation. Um, I hadn't we, thought about it in that way, but but that does make yeah. sense. We've rejected that premise by being the world police. Yeah, uh, and can you can? That's why I'm afraid to start trying to mess with 
maybe afraid is the wrong. That's why I'm wary of trying to strong arm China into doing what we want. Like they're, they're fucking China. They're just, what are we going to do? We can't let them off from this though. Everybody's economies just stood still. And a lot of that is our reaction. That's what I'm saying. There might be ways to punish them. But what I'm saying is trying to like, trying to force them to behave a certain way in the future or trying to correct them or trying to mold them. I, I, punish them and let's move on that's kind of what yeah I but i mean that that's the question like can we are we in a position where we can enact some punitive measures merely for the sake of making them hurt uh yeah sure well shouldn't <laughs> we do that then uh pr- i think that that's fair yeah i think that that's fair i just i'm pessimistic about our ability to change china to to make china like some uh some human rights respecting moral actor freedom upholder all of that i no, doubt it they're they're deeply ingrained communists and yeah they lack humanity and they're insect people we're not going to be able to change anything <laughs> about their country all right susan thanks for uh keeping us keeping us up uh anything else before we get out of here i was gonna say eric uh what's his name i don't even remember his oh, name. eric charmella eric? charmello charmello Char- i think it's charmella are we still eric doing Char- this you we got away with it last time there. right yeah, who cares? The stream's over. <laughs> Eric Charmella is the uh, the alleged whistleblower. Thank right. you, live chat, for talking about my nose the entire time. I know, okay? I'm eight and a half months pregnant. Everybody, get <laughs> off my balls. Get off my case. Update all the uh, all the week's stories on uh, on Sunday. Sunday. I'm I'm really enjoying this. Uh, the, do you see Elon? It looks like Elon Musk has a win in California. Speaking of states taking the yeah. L, trying to maintain these lockdowns. Good for him. That's been fascinating to watch. We'll talk about the Flynn story. We'll talk about, uh, I don't know, whatever happens with uh, through the rest of the week and the European virus, as Andrew Cuomo calls it. We'll see you then. See you guys.